The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Oh my goodness. He's we back. found a Welshie. We yes. did. Welcome to the BBC, the real BBC. That's Baggin. Borden. The one that people are willing to pay for? Yeah, and chatting. Hey, <laughs> I am very low on supplies today, folks. Sorry. Uh, only a little bit of thought. Uh Yeah, we've got a lot uh, to talk about. Uh, comic shop closing, Black Widow sucks, Loki sucks, Marvel <laughs> stands, uh, fucking hype this that uphill battle. It feels like the Force Awakens days for the MCU. Yeah, plenty to talk about. Let's go around. Uh, let's say hi to our friends. Hi, us. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. <laughs> How are you? I'm totally wide awake right now like completely wide awake because i just freaking downed this scalding hot coffee and i'm a little bit in pain right now <laughs> but it's strong as fuck worth it till six in the morning you know what well it's funny you should say that because you know when you you text me when are, are you up and i went yo yeah 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 and we <laughs> would just exchange a few messages that was 6 a.m my time when i was still up Shit. <laughs> sorry no 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 and then i then i drifted into the uh, the land of nod and because I, d- I made a, an executive decision. Today was going to be a day of sleep for me. Because oh. people complain that I don't get enough sleep. So today is going to be a day of sleep and rest. And um, I uh, I fortunately fell asleep with uh, Pornhub open. So I just dreamt of, of just porn. I just kept having busty Asian dreams. It was great. Awesome. That's way better than what I was dreaming about. <laughs> I was dreaming about asteroids destroying the Earth, but that, you know. Well, I, I kind of like Pornhub. I might mean yeah. Amazon Prime and person of interest, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm just. I had a I'm spooky in, dream. I'm jealous now. Ooh, I did have. I, I did have a booby dream though. Oh, but it, but I didn't have Pornhub open. That bit was a fig. Oh wait, I said spooky, not booby. <laughs> I know, I know. You had a spooky. I had, I had a booby. Gary had an asteroid. There was was ambient sounds of spookiness. I had a... Actually, it wasn't coffee. I don't know what the drink was, but I was holding something. Do you know what happened? I was like, man, I wonder if this would be scary in a movie or not. But you have, like, you're holding the cup, and it breaks off at the handle, but the cup doesn't fall, because you're in a spooky mansion with ghosts or whatever. And you move away, and you're like, wow, my hand just got really light. And then you look at it, and and this is what happened. I was was looking at it, and I was like, what the... And I looked around, because everything was dark, 
And then a hand appeared holding it, and I looked up, and there was like a spooky ghost. And I went, whoa, and something else happened. I can't remember, but I was like, oh, that could work in a movie, actually. Oh. Something like The Conjuring. Um, I, can just see, I can just see the reviews coming through. Uh, sham horror film uh, <laughs> tries to scare people with coffee. You know what? I feel like it's an untapped spooky market. It is. <laughs> Well, there's an we don't drink scary. Let's make drink scary for quality out there. I don't know. When I went to sleep, when I drifted off, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Graham Hancock and stuff. And then when I woke up, my phone had ambient noise playing, like it was ambient sleep. I'm, I didn't set it to that. How did my phone know to do that? That's weird. I'm starting to get a little weirded out by the Google and what they're doing. Mm, well, I mean, I, I honestly, this is this is hand on heart stuff that we've been discussing recently. I've been getting like adverts for, yeah. So they are definitely listening into this. Uh, no, they're they're yeah, absolutely. It just pops up. I'll probably look up an ad here, and you know, there'll be some sleep aid. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Again, hi. Uh, uh, yeah, I was up till 6, uh, 15 a.m. I messaged as going, uh, sir, I will need an extra hour of uh, sleep because uh, I can't function on three hours, but I can function on four. It's weird, but I can. And uh, the video's done. And I'm not going to add a single thing to it. I was, um, every time, uh, each day, each minute goes by, I think of something else I could put into it because the movie mm -hmm. dumb. It's that dumb. It's like it's turning into Picard. So I'm just like, I'm going to stop <laughs> some stuff, but I'm just going to stop. It's better to get the movie out and I can definitely discuss it in live streams because motherfucker, that movie is dumb. It's dumb. People, I know some people out there might be a little mesmerized by the hotness, right? Even though it's toned down, there's a bunch of hot women with shoulder pads running around beating the crap. And I'm not going to blame you if that's like why you like the movie. It's like, I like watching hot chicks beat the shit out of each other. Good on you awesome then we're that's fine but if you're but if you're gonna try to tell me it's a good movie well <laughs> um i give you one uh melena maxwell and let's just discuss her character for just a minute uh everything's everything wrong with that character uh she's deus ex melena she had she had all their codes she all she needed to do was flip uh, the black widows didn't actually do anything in their own movie except break out their dad and run would it have been a better plot if, you know, in the farm... Spoilers, folks. By the way, it's not spoilers because this film's fucking shit. Yeah. Two-thirds of it's shit, anyway. third of it's pretty good, actually. Uh, I think, anyway, Muller thinks all of it's shit. <laughs> but would it have been interesting... You know when um, the mother flips and it looks like she's betrayed them on, yeah. on the farm? Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it have been interesting if, if she actually had betrayed them on the farm? Much better. And she was yeah. the one that actually put Taskmaster together, which was... Uh, Ray Winston's son, uh, and not daughter, because of course it is played by a man. As my as a video put out yesterday, stop giving Ryan credit. I did a video yesterday, um, for it. I'm only joking. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was a man. It was clearly a man. It would have been more interesting to. I think you've gone mute again, Gary. Uh, to have him as a son, to have it as a son with the same training as the widows. So you could have had a, a strong woman as a villain in the mother figure. You could have also had the taskmaster who's mimicking all the powers of the widows 
what you know powers the skills of the widows while also being the same age but stronger and faster and longer and harder and then ray winston trying to punch black widow at the end wouldn't look so fucking pathetic <laughs> well, did you see his death his death is so blinking is it He's and then he's <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Oh, I've got somebody's in the chat. But as family, the flame has pushed his glasses off. Hang on, I think I have his death. I have I have his death right here, folks. I've got all nice. my to go. Here is the, death of the incredible I'm villain Draco. Oops, I, let me. Oh, <laughs> I knew so. Blinking, he missed it. But there you go. Oh, fight! <laughs> <laughs> the flames did knock the glasses off. Uh, Gary was recreating the moment. Fight! <laughs> oh, God, so dumb. He's like, blah, blah, blah. By the way, my theory for Melina, by the way, is that she's actually a horrible villain and she's gotten away with it. If you watch everything <laughs> she does. In the film, she's an opportunist, and um, she realized that if she teams up with them, she can destroy Draco, be free of his will, and also pretty much get off scot-free for all the horrors that she's inflicted over the past two decades, or however long it's been. Um, well, she could have betrayed Draco with the Taskmaster, she become will. the major villain, because she wants to take over the Red Room. I'm just saying, by the events as they went, she won, and she was not a good person. Um, no. I think she had the doors open for the whole thing, where she could have been like, oh, Dracov, yeah, uh, you killed the Black Widow in your office and you got rid of Alexia. You know, they they took me captive. I couldn't do anything. I, I swear I wanted to help you guys out. Like, that was always a failsafe. But I think that she was just going to gun to try and destroy the whole building to get out of Dracov's control and then have no one hold her accountable. Do you remember the scene where they're like, oh, you, um, you know, you, you, you've been doing this for, for so long. I'm one of the girls. I'm one of the ones that they use mind control on. And Melina's like, I, I didn't know. Like you knew, you knew, yeah. you <laughs> made it. You made the fucking thing, and apparently everyone believed it. I was like, "How could you put?" She's been working on. She's the lead scientist behind the mind control. How well, do you not know what it's used for? But well, who would know that Melina had it anyway? Because she she was mind control for about thirty seconds of the film, and then she was okay. Mahler, Melina kept the photo album. You don't understand. She kept <laughs> the photo album. Do you, you love how? They're having, they're having a very natural and authentic argument, and they both walk right in front of the photo album. Like, what are the odds of the whole house you ended up right in front? She's like, she's like, I learned it from you, Melina, to to maintain my heart. It's like, well, she didn't. What? <laughs> what, when she said that really touching moment, like, um, I remember when we recorded uh, Christmas, Easter, and something, some Halloween, all in the same day. Yeah. It's like. Wow, what a touching family moment that must right. have been. See, did she remember to keep her Baking heart helping topple over regimes, uh, which led <laughs> to thousands of orphan children that she subjugated and then trafficked to a man to... Oh, she didn't out. know. She didn't know. Oh, See, like she was when she made the mind control, she was like, oh, this is for pigs, yes? And Draco was like, yeah, it's for pigs. Yeah, that, we're just that comic is sexy. Because men are pigs, dude. So you oh, saw them winning, though. Well, women are pigs. Subtle. That was so subtle, right? That whole messaging there. Mm -hmm. Don't you think uh, it looks like you? Were what like do you think, Gary? What do you think? Do you like? Do you like my, my? I, I love it. 
That one virtually might... mint condition Invaders yeah, One. That's in better condition than mine. Which I I picked up for way less than you picked yours up for. Well, you probably did it online. Yeah. I'm gonna take a photo of the screen, print it out, and then put it on cardboard and say I've got one too. I got yeah. one too. <laughs> <laughs> and then just tweet it out. Here, I get comics. It's the original. <laughs> but yeah, this is the first one off the press. And there you go, Gary. Boom. That one's beautiful. Oh my... yeah, baby. Um, yeah. Uh it just and then think about it. I mean, no more no more Scar Joe's Black Widow. Mm. No no more Savage Hulk. You've seen the last of Ur Hulk. It's gonna be Smart Hulk, probably Mr. Fix it. No, Whammon Hulk. Well, the male Hulk is is still gonna be around though, but not for long. Not for long. Uh, no, 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 no. But we're not gonna see Savage Hulk again. Uh, we might see Savage She-Hulk, but not Savage Male Hulk. So we're talking about core ma uh, Marvel characters here. Hawkeye, they, way out. What was that when, the, when they write that horribly, She-Hulk? They're gonna be like, "You only hate her because she's a woman." When it's a guy screaming, it's fine. Just be like, "You're gonna write it horribly." We already know it's gonna happen. Yeah, but women screaming is fucking annoying. It is. And Maybe she'll be really low pitch. Uh, Where's my tampon? They did a oh, Savage She Hulk and nobody bought it. And then John Byrne made her sexy and then yeah. bought it. So <laughs> and that's what a what, what a what a weird what a weird thing that was. Yeah, so uh, so anybody who says like agenda has nothing to do with that this film has woke. No, agenda has everything to do with it. It went it went into every single decision, the narrative decision made in this film. It's the reason the taskmaster was a dude walking around in the costume. You could see his package. Uh, you could see <laughs> dudes walking. Yes. We walked different because we got a package. We got a schlong. We got our balls hanging around in there. And maybe yeah. that's just where she kept the shield. You know, it, maybe. it tracks down that's into a little. Well, yeah. Unless we're talking, balls are very difficult to hide. Cock and balls, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was clearly a man. Walk like a man, talk like a man, walk like a man. Yeah, and it, like it seemed like the story was constructed more so to pass the baton rather than to give Natasha a meaningful history as well. The uh, we're yep. obviously now like guys, you need to like Yelena. We're going but forward to, pa with to pass the baton. You, you. I mean, I would say more. Correct me if you disagree. But I would say that you you would have to be excited about who the baton's being passed to. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's what they wanted to do. They, they're just inept. They couldn't do it whatsoever. Um, oh, in fact, they did it. I'm in a really, agreeing like, on that as well. <laughs> you know, I would argue they did it in a foul way, which they've been doing a, lo a lot recently. Like I, I think we went over this last time, but just Sylvie with Loki, of course. It's like they've. It's like, <laughs> did you did you like Loki? It's like, well. Push, push all of that over, and it's the same for Natasha. She's um, she's ashamed in the film for what she's done and stuff that we've never even yeah, heard of before. Um, yeah, um, and she's miserable as fuck. She has no charisma like she does in the rest of the Marvel films. Yeah, she's she's she, much more dour. Yeah, she just walks around with a scowl on her face the whole film. She's uh, she's miserable. She's um, dull. She's boring. She's for dope. reference, of course, she had things to be ashamed of, as in her actions before she defected. But what I'm referring to is like ditching family members, people she considered family. She she admits at the end of the film that she felt it was real, and we saw her as a child defending her sister and stuff. So we know she felt that, 
but she cut them off, which is not what we know Natasha to do. So it's just like, yeah, of course she feels shame because you forced <laughs> this action on her. But Mola, if we had, I don't know, I'm just going to throw this out there, maybe a Black Widow film where she was bad, and mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm just going to throw this out there, maybe an agent from an organization, mm -hmm. let's say like S.H.I.E.L.D., Yep. Uh, called Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, what if what? he was sent to to kill her oh. uh, when they discovered that she was in Budapest? What? Um, I know, but somehow yeah. the circumstances of that film, Hawkeye decided not to kill her and actually ended up turning Black Widow. And so th uh, her turning, how how would that have happened? That would have been an interesting story. You're making this up. This is fan fiction. I know. I, I know. It's complete fiction. I'm just off my head. As. Um, but that one would have kind of filled in a hole, maybe, as to, to the guilt levels. No? Man wouldn't turn a woman. Men would only rape. Okay? Just, uh, unironically, no. they wouldn't have Hawkeye defeating her if they had done that story. It would have been she defeats him, and then he says, please don't, uh, or something, and then she's <laughs> yes. like, maybe I will spare you. I have a wife can... and kids. Then yeah, she... yeah, he would show her a photo of his kids and his wife, and be like, please don't. Um, when, yeah, you're right, it would be a really interesting story. A, a younger, incredibly, uh, uh, you know, your adept Hawkeye dominating uh, Romanov in, like, a, a battle of wits or something through that apartment and the, the arrows that they reference. You could do anything you want, and he, of course... He maybe finds out like how the Black Widows are constructed. And he feels guilty about this woman, and he captures her, and he can't bring himself to kill her. And the more they talk, you know, there's so much. Potential oh, this just there. sounds stupid now. More <laughs> so much. This potential. this sounds like a character study while at the same time still being fun. That's the, stupid. Being a spy. I didn't, even, I didn't even hate the idea that yeah. she um she used a child to bait out a father to kill the father. That that's something oh. pretty rough that uh, she might have done in her days, you know. I think that was actually good. Uh, we could have implemented that way. And that's when she was with Hawkeye. Yeah, that was that was under shields. Uh, well, it sounded like she said that that was because he says like is the is the place clear or something. She says it's all clear while looking at the kid. So I wonder if I don't know if that was sanctioned by Shield or not. But I mean, Shield were controlled by Hydra at that point. Well, so. She did say there's collateral. Uh, yeah, she, well, she said that to his sister. I don't know if she said that to Hawkeye. Uh, maybe we can obviously we'd be able to play with it if we were remaking it. But uh, in this version, yeah. that was like the one thing where I was like, "That's that's interesting." That her defection is built on killing a little girl. You could say there's a lot of uh, symbolic meaning there, but it's the blood on her is so bad. <laughs> like, it's just really hard to pull it. The legend must be dripping with blood. Well, maybe if we had a film showing a lot of that, we could have fucking yeah. empathized. And and they removed that anyway. They were like, "No, you didn't kill her. It's fine. You gave her a weird eye." <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, okay. You're now sponsored is, by Commodore. You know, they 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 padded some of them. You know, paper towels on the ledger now, so there's a little less blood in there. We're, we're doing all right. We got a you know, who knows what the rest of, of it was. A couple of little marks here. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, it sucks that we can't commit to having a female character having done something heinous. Um, because women are amazing. <laughs> I suppose you could argue that she still chose to do it, knowing the kid could die. I just I just feel like they took away the consequence. I don't know why they did that. Well, I know why they did that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. So, Quick, Natasha, we've got to kill this child. Two seconds, I'm just cancelling Gina Carano on Twitter. Hold on. I, I, it, looks like <laughs> it looks like they're 
trying to go into dark rain maybe um you guys aren't good it's like a, it's not that great of a crossover it was a crossover that led into the dark avengers which was uh harry osborne in the iron patriot costume basically takes over the avengers after uh the events of civil war and they replace um uh uh god it's uh they, they instead of wolverine it's wolverine's son uh yeah they, they put all these bad guys into good guys uniforms basically uh mm-hmm. and but this, or they could be doing the Thunderbolts, which is like a Suicide Squad. Um, they could be going that direction. Either way, this is not even B. This is like C Team. I don't know. I can't see people lining up at movie theaters to see Anthony Mackie, Falcon Cap, and Florence Pugh, um, Black Widow uh, in anything. For one, she's a Hobbit. But okay, that's fine. Tiny she, she is a yeah. tiny, tiny little thing, and you can absolutely tiny. Uh, it's it's uh, watching it. I was going through and watching it in increments. I couldn't do it anymore, dude. I just stopped. I just like I was getting. I was like, this is so fucking bad. I can't even watch it for a second time for review purposes. Like I I have a financial incentive to do it, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't care if I get a name wrong. I don't care if I get something wrong. I don't care. I was dumb. um I was talking to well I was actually listening to a stream. I was listening to to Purple Valkyrie stream. When she was she was talking about it, uh, and I'd already done my review by then. My review was up and everything, and she said something which I thought was just like really astute. And she said, um, I, "I'm not going to watch this film again. I have no incentive to watch this film again." And I was just like, "Oh, she said something like, um, you know, the way that you should sort of benchmark a movie is, uh, do you want to watch it again?" And and I was just like, "Oh my god, she's right. I I don't." I have no interest in ever watching this film again. There was like, you know, Gary, we spoke the other day, I think off camera, where we're just talking about, you know, how I, I've seen Iron Man this many times, you know, Captain America, the, mm-hmm. and I've just, you know, and I keep going back and watching them and watching them, etc. And um, no, I just, I, you know, there are certain ones I just won't watch again. I don't, I'm not going to watch Ant Man and Wasp again. I'm not going to watch Ant Man again. I'm not going to watch Black Panther again. That was terrible as well. Doctor Strange, I've seen a couple of times. There was some stuff in there which is all right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to watch like Thor Dark World again. <laughs> but but there's plenty that I'll be like, oh, yeah, I could watch Iron Man all day, every day. You know, I could watch Captain America, the first Avenger, Captain America and the Winter Soldier uh, all day, every day. You know, the, there's plenty that I could just watch over and over and over and over again. This is another one I got to put on the list of. Um, I ain't, I just don't I ain't watch no interest no. in watching this film no. again. So okay, I mean I don't think it's as bad as Captain Marvel. I don't. Uh, I haven't I, even seen that film. <laughs> oh, but I think it's close. I think it's close. I I am not sure, Gary. I, I think it might be worse. I'm not sure, man. Ooh. I, and you, I'm the guy who made a, the two hour like laundry list of issues in that film, but thing is i think i could make a longer list for black widow right now i'm not sure i think you could i had to give up and see captain marvel's character my biggest criticism of her is she's flat like i have no idea what she even values if you remember three quarters into the film she says who am i it's just like i don't know who you are either i don't know what you value and then the last quarter of the film is her getting all of her powers and just dominating she's like yeah that was a great meanwhile i feel like this film damaged natasha significantly 
Oh yeah, it, it minim. Oh my, it minimized her. She's just another Black Widow. Remember, in the comics and in the MCU, she is supposed to be the exceptional Black Widow, and Yelena was special because she was the one who could match her skill set, and and that's from a comic book. Okay, but uh, no, she is an exceptional Black Widow. There has never been anyone close to her, but now she's just part of the same team and. They're, they're, they're mind-controlled, so the, I mean, that, that takes away the fear factor. I mean, part of Daredevil's power set is he's not afraid. He's yeah. simply not afraid of anything. He'll, he's blind, and Black Widow's not afraid. She's, she's absolutely fearless. But now, okay, are these women fearless and based on skills? And her, chem, you know, her subjugation was different. Is that still part of her power? We don't know. In the comics, it's real fucking clear. She's a badass. She is a woman, and part of part of the Black Widows is they're not the Delta Force. They're not the fucking Navy SEALs. They're not brute force. They're there to infiltrate. They're there to take advantage of seduce. men. Seduce. Femme fatale. Well, well, that was the problem I had. That was one of the problems I had with the Black Widows was the fact that they they were set up to be like a Delta Force, to be like a, a covert, you know, diamond dogs type of business. And where was this film could have been so fun there could have been you know there could have been a fucking party she puts a you know beautiful dress on you know she's using her wits to get to to uh who she needs to um to to get the info off or assassinate or whatever then you could have had a great fight scene you know she like rips half of the dress off type of business like carrie llewellyn license to kill so it's now you know so it gives her much more maneuverability with the legs and shit and, and you know you could have all these like really fun sort of Bond esque kind of scenes, and I think they and and some people are sort of referring this to like a, a Bourne esque film. You wish, uh-huh. you wish this was a fucking Bourne esque film. Uh, you know the Bourne the Bourne films were very well constructed. This this was like you know if I had three pound fifty in a packet of Allbran and tried to make a Bourne film, uh, that's that's how this kind of came across. Uh, Natasha had no personality. Uh, her sister had some quippy one-liners, but no charisma at all. Rachel Weisz probably had the, you know, the most, it's difficult to say charisma, because <laughs> she didn't really exhibit charisma, but she sort of had something about her which you wanted to, like, come on, Rachel, you know, eh, eh, come on, put that out of you, but it never quite happened. Nobody exhibited any personality at all in the movie apart from the father but his personality was used as comedy that whole gulag scene was one of the most boring things i've ever fucking seen in the mcu and it was all over the place in terms of what is this guy's power set what is he capable of and not capable of um did you you know they walked him out into the courtyard i was watching this with um and fringy yeah. and i was like what uh what do you think their plan is and and uh, rags was just like what do you mean i was like what do you think their plan to get him out is and they were like he's uh, are they gonna like drop a rope for him to climb up are yeah they're gonna blow open a door for him to get through and then i was like well whatever their plan is they're not telling him yes all the way out to the middle of the courtyard stands there for like 10 seconds they don't tell him a thing it is the most no. bizarre prison break i've ever seen he's okay. like what do i do and then they start blaming him they're like is he gonna do it and they're like i guess he isn't it's like oh i guess we have to save him like, well, they were they were they were working off the assumption that he could figure out the plan <laughs> from then turning up in a helicopter. 
We're in and, a helicopter, or he can figure out the plan. And then he um, just doesn't jump, and I was just like, is that even what they want him to do? I don't know, I guess it is. It's, oh, now he's climbing. Why does he need to climb when you're in a helicopter? It's almost like Wine Moms wrote a superhero movie and half watched a couple of Bond movies and just thought James Bond knew the plans. I don't fucking know. That's what it is. It's it's Wine Moms superhero fucking movie. It was dumb. And and yeah, for, and that whole prison break was stupid. They, for one, they just show up and the prison just decides to not shoot at them for the first 20 minutes. They're fucking flying over like an unmarked. It's like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Well, there. I mean, we have like 50 caliber guns there. You know? Eh. So this is something that I haven't seen discussed. The, the, what, the 50 cal that bounce off the helicopter fucking the one window. Bounce, the one oh, that remember she does a badass walk through the helicopter like I don't even care that all these bullets are showering on me because they're gonna all gonna miss. Um yeah. so one thing I'm not seeing discussed enough to, to for my liking is how immoral that whole seat was. Like you first of all are breaking out a guy as far as they know who is there paying his debt to society, guarded by many people who work for that same country doing what they can to put food on the table for their families they try to stop you the second that you start you know attacking them and then you fire an rpg at one of them instant killing him of course fuck yep. that guy you know fuck that guy for trying to trying to defend the prison what a piece of shit and yep. then an avalanche starts and you but bury wife and children think the same very not only do you bury all of the guards and prisoners that didn't make it inside but of the ones that did they are tearing each other apart now yeah the prisoners oh, yeah. of yeah. It could be cannibalism by by the next day. Well, you know, and you know, a friend of mine was like, uh, "Well, how long would it take for the government to get them out of there?" And I was like, "I don't know that. Like, so they've probably destroyed a lot of their communications as well as just uh, like they're buried under under who knows God knows how many meters of snow, um, and they're all out of their prison because they unlocked all the doors because they're insane people." So like it's carnage in there. Like I, I, I would be surprised there's not blood all over the walls from all the shit that's happening because the prisoners oh, might yeah. think this is our opportunity to get out. Um and if the government managed to actually dig it all up and be like, right, who's left? You'll just see prisoners piling out, trying to escape, and they'll just be like shooting several of it. And you know, if I think this would be okay if Black Widow was super like, you shouldn't have done that. This was a terrible, terrible thing that we just did. Yeah, oh more so do you know people. what we could have done with? We could have done with a trained spy who was who was uh who was uh you know well trained in covert operations, infiltration, assassination. They could have uh if yeah. only we had something like that that could have snuck into the prison and snuck their surrogate father out of the prison. <laughs> we could have done Alas, something fun. They could have put a mask just on. a blunt instrument. And pretended to be Drakov. They could have been like, uh, put on a fat suit oh. in Drakov's face and be like, I need to yeah. see Alexei. Yeah. The scene could begin with us thinking that is Drakov. And then you can have Alexei pour into Drakov how much he fucking hates him. And like, you cost me everything. You're leaving me here. As he's taking him out of the prison. And, he, and then he gets cut off with like, wait, you're releasing me? And then he pulls Stop off the mask. Stop writing a better film. I just think yeah. that there's so much potential, even in these shitty films, <laughs> you can still oh, draw something out of them. Absolutely, uh, well, uh, and, uh, and we're proving every day these are these are shitty films, and it's easy because they keep hiring a bunch of freaking nobody posers to write these movies to call it empowerment when they're actually saving money. These women are cheap and controllable. That's the only reason they're fucking hiring them. Kevin Feige had a problem with big name directors. Let's go back to Phase One. 
Kenneth Brownell was supposed to direct Thor 2 and didn't because he got too mouthy when he wanted to have a good story and didn't want to uh. put it shit. Uh, Terrence Howard wanted a couple more bucks. He got a little mouthy. They sent him packing. Edgar Wright, one of the architects of the MCU, he had a lot. It wasn't just fucking Ant-Man. It was a lot of shit. And by the way, his Ant-Man would have been fucking awesome. And they got rid of him mm-hmm. for some yeah. fucking comedy director who did what he was told. So that's that's what Kevin Feige is about now. He's done getting, you know, and the Russo brothers, they were fucking nothing before he brought them on. Joss Whedon was the last time he was going to have a big time director. Uh, Sam Raimi is a compliant guy. As far as a big name director, he'll do what he's told. Spider-Man 3, uh, you know, he's he's non-confrontational. And that's that's exactly why they hire these women. So don't think it's for empowerment or we want to hear new voices. That's bullshit. They're cheap. Well, <clears throat> we've just written just three Ramptons have already written better scenes in this movie just by winging it for five minutes on a live stream. Well, I think and the actual scenes that were constructed, like trying to change as little as possible. If they had just dropped the rope as he came out onto the courtyard, at least I'd be like, okay, they're trying to say, get to the rope. At least there's that it's baffling to watch where he's just like, what do I do? And they're just looking at him like, yeah, he's not doing stuff. What is this scene? What a dummy. We didn't tell him anything, and he doesn't know what we're doing. Men. 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 <laughs> Men are stupid. I think oh, this was mum should be in the helicopter by now. What accentuates this for me, and I'm assuming you guys might be on the same team here as in terms of um eras. When I think of Iron Man, I often like it's like one of the meaningful parts of that film. There are several, but one I always remember is when he's on his sofa messing with his repulsor. Oh, that's my TV. And he's okay. getting angrier and angrier looking at the reports of what's happening. After Obadiah Op- double deals him. After yeah, and- Op- the scene is, I just saw it a couple of days ago. So I, yeah, I just watched Iron Man in the middle of my Black Widow review because I need to see what was good. I need to like, yeah, it had been a while. So Obadiah just fucking screwed him over, said, it was me. It was I'm me. The mm-hmm. Save you from yourself. And he, and, and he finds out that he's been double dealing and it's been leading to killing thousands of men women children that he actually saw and he's sitting on that couch sorry to interrupt you but that's my favorite scene where he's oh, playing yeah, yeah. and the music is just building up you hear it going and the thing is he he made it perfecting the suit he made in the desert right and it's a really cool piece of tech and now he's got an opportunity to use it and so he's got to make a choice and these are huge parts in these movies thor is uh, as much as I'm, I'm not a huge fan of thor right but not I, I do like the character i just meant the film itself like i i think it's i think it's perfectly serviceable i would way take something like that right now than what we're getting but mm-hmm. there's the moment where he hasn't got any of his powers and he chooses to fight the sentinel thing anyway um that's the choice cap obviously the scene with him and erskine where it's like are you sure you're gonna do this and it's just like it's all built on the fact that he wants to be able to fight but he hasn't got the body for it he's got the mind not mm-hmm. the body so we can finally have that opportunity and i think i really like all of these moments they're really inspiring and even in um you know the uh, let's let's call it the second tier or second era like ant-man and doctor strange and stuff i'm pretty sure even those films have the choice moment like yep. uh, i think doctor strange is told like Dormammu is coming and it's like you can you know run off or you can help that sort of thing black widow like i don't i don't i think they've just completely given up on this kind of structure now it's just stuff happens and you vaguely try and follow like what the fuck is happening well in age of ultron when scarlet witch gets into her head and she starts having the flashbacks to the red room 
And it was much better when the Red Room was just in Budapest and not some fucking spaceship flying around the place. Yep. Um, and it, and it, that felt really, uh, really kind of uh, grounded. Yeah. Uh, and I was interested into, you know, the, we saw the ballerina aspect of it, so it looked like there was a covert cover going on as well. Mm-hmm. Then we saw the gunplay with them. We saw her, you know, getting... Uh, you know, uh, grotted by somebody much stronger than her and not being able to fight him off. So she had to tap out, you know, cause she was showing her getting better and better and better. Uh, and nice. And it was showing her, you know, a, a, a progressive path. This is, if you want to, pa- I, I know this movie was meant to be a passing of the torch movie. But why even have it in the fucking first place? <laughs> because <laughs> why, why even have it you, in the fucking first place? Because, because you, she's dead. You know, you could have just passed the fucking torch anyway. And, had Elena come in being, uh, you could have done the, the Tasha Yar, you know, moment from, from season two of The Next Generation, where it's, oh, I'm Tasha's sister. Well, yeah, uh, it would have been more sense, probably. If she'd heard about Black Widow's death or Natasha's death, she'd been like, what the fuck happened? I, like, I've been doing my own shit, but now I'm coming, I'm getting involved because my sister died or something. It wouldn't make a lot of sense still that this film doesn't. But I was just going to say, the um, we all know this film should have been in phase two, and it should have been yep. about Hawkeye. Yep. yep. And, and but, yeah, unfortunately, said, Kevin Feige and a lot of other producers were like, it's just not going to make the money it needs to, so no. Oh, my, that's insane. Black Eye... And then Wonder Woman Black makes a billion. Black Eye. No, if it was really? Hawkeye and Black Widow, it would have made a billion dollars and have them fighting a proper Taskmaster in Budapest. Oh, yeah. People would have loved oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. That's it. That's, I mean, like, and, was, and you have them. You have them beat him, not kill him. You have them beat him by yeah. using each other's moves in ways that, like, Keep him off guard. He can't. They, he, he can't match the patterns. Yeah, black. Yeah, Black Widow starts mimicking Hawkeye. Hawkeye starts mimicking Black Widow. So Taskmaster can't process yes, the power yes. <laughs> because they've switched. They've 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 learned from each other, no. and now well, because those, those two goes toe to toe. Dude, they just they and, can fight each other you, to a stand. You even have Hawkeye pass her his bow, and she throws her little staff yes. thing. Yes, and and she gets the kill. It get let let. Scarjo have, I mean, let her have all the fucking you know money shots and everything because she deserves it. She needs them. And then Hawkeye, ha- who hasn't had any either, but that would be great. Shit. Showing men and women working together as equals, they both kick ass. But that's see that these are the deliberate missed opportunities. They're deliberate <laughs> missed opportunities because they what you, what you just said, Mahler. They took away the choice from the hero's journey because they took away the hero's journey because that's part of the. And I'm not making this shit up. I wish I was. It's part of the patriarchy. It's it, they've gone full academia in Hollywood. They've lost their fucking minds, and they're trying to still tell superhero stories without like any masculinity at all, like at all. And if it's there, it's for the bad guys only. Um, and I wish I was just talking about fucking movies. And I wish I didn't know. I, I feel like like three years ago, I did the day live thing. I put my glasses on, and I see all the obey shit, you know. And it's just it can't go away now. It's fucking in everything. And I heard people say, I heard people saying this for Captain Marvel too. They're going, it wasn't woke. I say, no, it wasn't woke. Filled with intersectional feminism, but it wasn't woke. You're right, you know. And it affected every it it, it affected every decision made with this movie. Every single decision made. That's why it's illogical. That's why it doesn't make sense. That's why we had great opportunities to have David Harbour's Red Guardian be a hero, and they cut away. And then when they cut back, he's getting his ass handed to him by the Taskmaster. And then Melina Maxwell, that's a spoiler for my video, uh, Melina Maxwell uh, fucking scissors him in the, <laughs> the Taskmaster into the fucking uh, prison cell where they lock prison him. Cell, yeah. Well, you see... Well, 
oh. it made complete sense that the fight just happened to be right outside the open cell so she could do that. And it also made sense that David Harbour knew what to press to close and lock the door. I was like, okay. Well, isn't well th that's because he read the script. Uh -oh, yeah. oh, right, right, right. And wasn't it convenient that Melinda Maxwell, I mean, again, the Black Widows did nothing. They had to rely on her to flip on her lifetime business partner. And she just happened to, oh, I built it and designed everything. She probably built it herself, the Red Room. She was probably there with her fucking toolkit. And she in the fucking little ratchet wrench, like building the entire thing by herself because she don't know. <laughs> and yeah, it was it's absurd. But the lead side has designed the cells mechanically. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Really? And then he like head engineer and head scientist and a black widow that went through the phrase four times. Who the fuck is this woman? And 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 Drake off Harvey Weinstein off like he would <laughs> trust her with everything. Right. Like. She flipped on him like that over a three-year relationship. She's probably been with other families longer undercover. She looked like she liked... I was more convinced that she liked her pigs more. I was actually, you know, that nothing... Um, nothing yeah. was supposed to make sense. Wasn't it? Oh, for one, they blame it on fucking David, on on uh, on Alexi, that they're like, we don't have enough fuel for, uh, for to, to get to St. Petersburg. And, and they listen to him. He's all, you got enough fuel. He hasn't even looked at the fucking controls. You're going to... And then you're going to blame it on him. <laughs> You were flying the fucking helicopter, you dumb shits. But Can they I just as well interview yeah. with with they went to the prison and by the time they oh, were doing their job there, they had like a quarter of their fuel tank left. Did they think that the red room was gonna be floating right above the prison? What the fuck was what? the plan? Maybe they thought they could fill up at the prison while they're breaking somebody out. I don't fucking think nobody cares about it. I bring it up all the time, but Iron Man. Man, you get the the energy levels literally down to digits. You get all of these pieces of armor coming off, so you know what is at risk. It's like a little health bar going down. Yes, Cap, Cap gets tired. Thor gets tired. Like the everything in in we see in the monster, we have no idea how like resources are working. They just keep popping up all over the. I love that guy, by the way, Mason. Just like you know. Me providing you this caravan is, is costing me, okay, because of Ross. Oh, me providing you this helicopter is costing me, okay? You need to make it up to me. So I'll make it up to you. Okay, here's a Quinjet. Just just have a Quinjet. It's fine. Yeah. And, like, you don't even see him driving up in a car. He just magically appears in the forest like a fucking <laughs> arms fairy. Like, I, <laughs> what the fuck? It was it was so low effort. That this, this thing is low effort. For one, it's a yeah. repeat of Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron with X2 mixed in. I, and it's it's re, it's ridiculous. I mean, and, and what you thought of, you know, I didn't even think about that with the prison thing. I mean, I, I thought about all the death and I'm like, no, everybody's dead. Everybody in that prison, including the good guards, are dead. And Blackwood. But here's the thing, man. Um, if anyone out there makes a video saying, well, you know, they were prisoners. It's like, oh, so they just deserve to die. <laughs> Is that how that works? Die. Do the guards deserve to die? Uh, maybe because maybe because they're Russians, they all deserve to uh, die. Okay. That's that's kind of the mantra from Hollywood. Um, like, I, oof, what an awful attitude that you see like a, a, a muscle-bound prisoner with some tattoos, and you're like, that guy should die. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, no one's in there for like petty theft or anything. They're all just, you know, children murderers. That's what they all are. They must be. Uh, they're, yeah, they're not in there for like stealing food because it's Russia. Nope, uh, nope, not at all. Here, let's see if I have any more fun clips for my video <laughs> that I can share. Uh, oh, hang on. Uh, do do I have the opening? Hang on. Is this the whole opening? 
your time of the month? I don't get my period, dipshit. I don't have a uterus. Or ovaries. <laughs> that, dude, that post so weird to me when she's like, they rip it all out. It all comes right. I was like, are you, are you making a joke? Out uh, of what could have been a dramatic moment, right? Okay? Yeah. Okay, just like in WandaVision when she's like, yeah, you know, you died and you came back and they made it jokey, funny, funny. This should have been like a horribly sad moment. Yeah, and, you, ha you have you have him doing a standard joke. A lot of people do. He's like, "Oh, is it the old time of the month?" You can have them be silent, and he's like, "What?" And it's like he legitimately doesn't know that that's a procedure the Black Widows go through. And when he finds out, he can have a bit of a crisis that he put them through that. Yep, and it means they can never have their own like blood families. There's so much potential to actually work with, but they just make everything a fucking joke because. This is the thing, like, I agree with what most people say at this point. Marvel has no clue on how to balance drama and comedy. They just destroy drama with comedy. And their comedy is always pathetic anyway, so it's just really tough to get engaged. So here it, comes it, another joke. Do you remember Joss Whedon getting a ton of fucking criticism for that sterile, sterile scene from Age of Ultron? I do. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know what the takes on that here are going to be, but, like, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm relatively happy with it as a writing choice. It was opposite. No, I for one, I had no problem with it. But of course, it was uh, women are just known for their productive origins, or that was it. That was the take, and they they called Joss Whedon a misogynist for putting it in there. Vox wrote an article. All the Vox yeah. wrote an article. I I remind everybody of that in my review, and it's like the opposite point of view from this. This was well, a woman wrote it, so it's okay. It's almost empowering that they can face the horrible thing that was done to them. And yes, they just came in and they take my fallopian tubes and the and like, yeah, for one, you wasted a, uh, what could have been a, like a, yeah, a, a bonding yeah, moment. They have, it say like, oh, they rip them all out. And then he goes, ew, you don't have to be so specific. It's so, like, uh, so funny. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of it's made by a woman, so you can't be doing this for a There's a lot of male gaze in this film. Did you spot the amount of ass shots we got? We got um, a lot of ass shots. I was genuinely surprised. Like, again, no complaints. Absolutely okay with them. But I was just like, hang on. Hang on. We're getting... Whoa, there was a shot where she's putting the um the vials into her car. It's like a straight six-second shot full of her ass. It I was is. just like, okay. Full so Scott. We, we, we need to talk about the lesbian gaze, okay? Mm-hmm. It had to be, or... or the movie is practically made before this female director is hired on to attack mm. and she didn't uh, i actually have an article showing that the the women directors do not direct the action scenes they only direct the scenes between the actors everything else is mm. pretty for them uh, because a director turned it down and then she ratted them all out she's like yeah i i turned them down because i wanted to direct the action scenes and they're like don't worry about it little sweetie sweetie honey pop uh, and uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So Kate Shortland didn't direct that hodgepodge garbage scene at the end. That was probably some effects editor or something that put it together. Or Kevin Feige. Yeah, we were just, we were just talking about ass. Uh, Asses. Ass. There was plenty of ass in it, and yeah, it's, you, you can't tone down ScarJo. Like they <laughs> pushed the boobs down as much as they could, but then they gave him these giant shoulder pads. Hmm. Uh, 
But you know that, that scene where she's walking to this Quinjet at the end. It's like yeah, like, nothing but ass. Fucking. Pachoo, pachoo. It wasn't. It wasn't an Iron Man two ass ass scene where they literally just follow us in the diner to the there table. Was, that was, was that was a good scene. There was one. I almost want to get you the timestamp because you know what. We gotta show the people the ass, okay? It's important. I feel like that's our job in this uh, in okay. this world. All right. Yeah, Maybe need... she's contracted. She's like, I need an ass shot of my peach. I gotta wait around um, twenty twenty four minutes fifty seconds. All right. Okay. If you get there, okay. Twenty four. Oh wait, I could be wrong. Sorry, people. If, Actually, if you're wondering where I went, people, all this talk of Black Widow just made me go off and try and commit suicide. My bad. It's, a, it's like a little bit, like a minute later. It's when her lights go out at around 25.20. She heads out of her caravan and then just, just let it let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, the ass outside is shining. So she's... She fucks with a generator. She picks up the canister and then we get the shot. Okay. I dare you to play that and tell me that is that is strictly for plot. Okay, we needed to understand how she moved from one place to the other, right? Uh, <laughs> I agree. We need to see the evidence. See, chat's on board. That. See, she needs needs some needs some more. I'm, uh, I of course do not have access to this, but I am just going to use my imagination. What do you call that? As um, shot a lot of ass. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the get. Oh, well, then if you want to go all the way to the end. Oh yeah, yeah. I I distinctly remember the shot in the film. Yeah, I was just like, that's just ass. That's just ass. There's nothing else to it. If someone was like, there no, is, I was very interested in the yeah. canister. It was it was important. Uh, yeah, that was that was important to me at least. At least it said, hey, look, she got she got ass. Well, I just got confused. I thought that we were not supposed to do this anymore because obviously the Russos, Joss Whedon, and, the um, lesbians out there and John Favreau, they've all filmed her ass quite a bit. And it's like, well, that's because they're oh, mad. It's like, oh, okay. Stop objectifying her. He was trying to keep a low controlled shot of her putting the cans into the car. That's a beautiful scene with trees and grass in the Quinjet. Nice ass. Uh, <laughs> nice ass. Yes. <clears throat> sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry at all. No. Victor doing a Someone just needs to make that video. Destroy Scarlett Johansson if I had half the chance. Black Widow is filled with the female gaze, and it needs to stop. It yeah. Needs to stop. It is just. Uh, and. You know, it, um, <clears throat> nicest rom-com art uh, arms dealer who was like the arms fairy he showed up out of fucking nowhere. The um, arms dealing fairy. I feel like oh, he's, defi he's definitely no, point. he's definitely the arms fairy. <laughs> David Harbour um, played three different characters in the film, including Jim Hopper in the beginning. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's, he channeled his fucking that. What that's what he was. It was Jim Hopper in the beginning. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, just think of stereotypical Russian prisoner. Then uh, mm -hmm. he gets a little sweeter towards the end. But, like, if you mastered an American accent and you were, you know, undercover a lot, I mean, would you be talking like this? Uh, not all Russians talk like this. As a matter of fact, I, I have. It felt embarrassing, like, watching everybody do it, you know? 
They were bad. They were all fucking bad accents. I David Harbour's was okay. It was too much, but um Ray Winstone, I couldn't understand him half the <laughs> movie. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you, if you to really difficult to do the Russian eggs. I sound like a South African. <laughs> his, his first line of the movie where he says the Red Guardian returns, he literally says like the Red Guardian returns. And I was like, stop <laughs> the Red oh, Guardian like, uh, that's totally Russian, believe me. Oh my god. It um so the movie felt like it was they changed their mind about a third of the way through. It was written by committee. There's so much fucking inconsistency in this thing. I, I could not fit it all in my video. My video is 26 minutes long. That's pretty long for me. Um, Ladies. And I've already thought of two other things I could add to it, but I I don't know if I have time today. Have you it's got the thing. murdering of all the prisoner people? Go through it and Gary. I've got the right murdering of the prison people. I've got a big long thing about how there's a giant sausage in between the legs of the taskmaster. <laughs> and um, Wait, and, have you got a timestamp for that? Because I, I would totally want to uh, let people know if I get a chance to eat that. would <laughs> be funny as hell. Uh, yes, I, I will get you the timestamp, but it's, it's right. three minutes in. It's like, uh, okay, we're going to stop and talk. We got to do a little, I said, we got to do a little, uh, I think it was a, a little lesson of biology, boys and girls, boys and girls are different. And one of those differences, testicles, they dangle in between legs, something like that. And it makes us walk different. And then I do, uh, I, I've got an example of men walking, strutting, right? Uh, yeah, hopefully it works or maybe it's just completely cringe. We'll find out. You decide decide oh yeah and did you um did you like the bit at the beginning where when the taskmaster is just in their room waiting to be switched on i don't know learning the the uh yeah. the widow abilities and stuff that that woman who i imagine was just another black widow just comes in and starts doing a smiley face on the taskmaster I, yeah was that was that a reference to like men telling women to smile or was that something else i think it maybe it was because I, I, I like i'm not even trying to say anything i literally have no idea why they did that i got nothing like what is what was is the, was it was it the activation thing like you do that and say smile and then taskmaster turns on i don't know no yeah i uh, were they were are we it was supposed to show like how cold the taskmaster is i all i know the, is trans, the trans master somebody said in the, chat. the trans master that's exact oh, that is good that is good oh well done oh <laughs> well done oh no it, i i i'm perplexed i actually forgot that scene was in there because it, it was so fucking meaningless yeah, I, uh, I remember thinking, like, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out what this is about. Like, maybe... <laughs> maybe. How, about, how about when the task the task master is watching uh, the, the video of Natasha fighting, and you can clearly see it's got a chest and, like, a little waist and no hips whatsoever. And then when they change it to the woman, it's got, like, boobs and hips and a women female ass but it's like dude olga, olga kurilenko is a model like yeah she's on she cannot okay. have the well, same body as the guy the stuntman who's been working as taskmaster for the rest of the movie they cannot coexist as bodies it's not gonna happen everybody forget you saw this and make sure you watch my video okay <laughs> god damn it yeah 
I knew I was going to spoil my video. That's why I wanted to get it out before. <laughs> this is the tease, but, but the, tease. the good stuff's in there, you see. Think of this as the after credits scene that's going to make them watch that movie. Uh, let's let's do. We're going to do a before and after with some pictures here. Oh, this is. Well, should we do? Yeah, we'll do oh. this. We'll do this one. Uh. <laughs> uh okay okay i think uh what i think we found uh some cock no uh oh, <laughs> oh excited everybody we did ask do you think they said to the male actor who who was you know the male stunt guy was just like try and like move your hips a little bit when you walk so it actually All right. kind of, you know gives a- a, an indication a now I can't put them side to side now in my in my video I put them side to side with fucking arrows just focus on these shoulders all right just focus mm-hmm. on the shoulders a, a yeah um I would look at maybe like 28 minutes 25 seconds in b <laughs> little difference in neck length and shoulder width like uh 6 inches but it, you know they got close uh, but yeah, the Olga is for one, she's hot. She, they got her. She's really hot. Um, not she here. Was a, she was a Bond girl, right? Yeah. She's also in a uh, wonder woman. She's in and wonder hitman. Woman? It was, she, she was in hitman as well. Wasn't she getting all the kit off? And she I was also she does in a lot. Clash of the Titans, I believe clash of the Titans, but Olga, you know, I love she's, she's hot and, um, not here. Well, and, they kind of blew up her face. So. They did kind of blow up her face, but it wasn't that bad. And how did Drakeoff like not get fucking hurt at all? Uh, so what did you say? What timestamp, bud? Twenty-eight twenty-five. Twenty-eight twenty-five. Uh, <laughs> I'm at twenty-eight twenty-six. Now <laughs> twenty-eight twenty-four. Okay, here we go. Twenty-eight. Big letter crutch in your face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Sorry, what was that, Molly? I'm just trying to... I, I need a brighter screen to see my vision. <laughs> right because there? Like, you do get a crotch shot. A little, shot. Bit, it, a little it, bit, little bit more. It pans up a little bit in a sec. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. See <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now I got it in my video. Let's get, oh. the, uh, let's get the schlongage in there. You know, yeah, there. give me 25 seconds. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait, wait, wait. 28. Do you notice how he's so much broader there than when she is at the end? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Do you like how Taskmaster just doesn't kill her over and over again as well? Yeah, she's. it says... But it says uh, the Taskmaster will only take you out if, it, if, if they believe that you're a threat. And when it went to the eye thing, it said threat 88%. Well, you see us. That hey. is 12% away from 100%. So what would be the point? <laughs> guys, I guys. think 88% is a pretty big threat. <laughs> um, if you're going after glass vials of MacGuffin, do, wouldn't you want to wait till she walks into the store and just take him out of the car? Or, I don't know, blow up the car. I, let's fucking blow up the car. It won't break the glass vials of MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... Like, 
I, I, when, when you look at this scene, it looks like Taskmaster is looking to collect the vials. And at that point, she's like, wait, did you want to blow up the car and yeah. destroy them? Like, what? Yeah, I, I like then destroy them. Why would you want to collect them and keep them? I mean, just like, fire another arrow, fire another arrow, fire yeah. another arrow. I, th if and how did they teleport from the blow up the to the top of the it's fucking dumb. And uh, by the way, the, the, the Taskmaster should have fucking killed her right here. Had her dead the rights. Dead to fucking rights. And look at that. Oh. You can see. You smashed her head on the concrete right now. It was funny. I had someone, I think, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or not, but they were like, uh, what's he going to do? He hasn't got a gun or a sword or anything. And at first, you're like, okay, that's really stupid, actually. The Taskmaster doesn't have any guns. Like, why would he not? But secondly, he does have a sword. <laughs> he just doesn't use it at this point. He has a sword. He has a bow. has a shield. has a gun. He has claws too. Does he have a gun? Does he claws have a as gun? well. Does he have yeah, a gun throughout um, the whole film? I'm trying to remember. Just, can't remember. Just, uh, I got a knife, got a sword, got a shield, got a bow, yeah. got claws. Mm -hmm. uh, no gun. Why the fuck wouldn't he have a pistol? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Because the Taskmaster doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. Oh, Even yeah. Cap I'm uses scary. a pistol in the first one, remember? Cap's killing people left, right, and center in Fuck the first Avenger guy. with his gun. This oh guy's like, my nah, God. I don't want to be using a gun. That's a bit much. Explosive arrows, that's chill, but a gun? I, okay, I so I've got a question for you. I've got a nerd question for you, I though. And killed God. terrorists and, like, left one terrorist for people to rip to shreds. That was my favorite part. Go on, Maz. <laughs> yeah. Do I pre-order a one-in-six Taskmaster... And then when it comes, set up a scene between Hawkeye and Black Widow in her, in a black outfit fighting Taskmaster, who's who's actually a man. If you can switch out the weapons to create the scene we were inventing half an hour ago, you should yeah. do it. Just do it. Just do it. Give Black Widow's weapons to Hawkeye and vice versa. Take a photo yes. and be like, this was the film they stole. <laughs> this. Are they making a 1-6 Taskmaster? You cannot be yes. serious. No, they are. I've got it right here. I'll show the screen right now. Did you see the Loki action figure? Which Did one? The one from the series where he's just wearing his fucking like... Oh, oh that's a third party. That's third party. No, uh, that's not... A, it said Legends. That was third party or was it a custom? Oh, 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 oh. Which one then? Sorry, I'm talking oh, about a one in six. Right There's now. a one in six oh, no. where he's in his president outfit. There you go. One in six Taskmaster. Yeah, as people have pointed that's out, that's a by the man. Way, I mean, that's a man. <laughs> that is not a woman. That is a man. As the model, that's a man, man. it would be funny if the model had a pistol on his side. Well, there's something. a hole. It looks like a holster there. Yeah, maybe. Oh no, no, but it kind of. I think it's just the same as that. It's just uh, it's tampons in this, <laughs> uh, makeup in that one. <laughs> As, as people are pointing out, if you remember, Winter Soldier had the the assault rifle with a grenade launcher with a scorpion on his back and then three pistols, I think. That was Winter Soldier's outfit. Yep. So like, that's a man. This is a man. So this, it's not even close to a woman. So um, did you see, uh, was it Jeremy Johns? One of the reviewers matched up scenes with Winter Soldier and, and Black Widow, and it's fucking silly. Like the car blows up the same way. And Taskmaster comes out like Winter Soldier the same fucking way. They yeah. have a hideout at yeah. the house like they do in Age of... And then the fucking end scene is exactly the fucking same as Winter Soldier. And you There's know a what? weird amount of copying going on, yeah. It, it's their own fucking movie. It was just a few <laughs> years ago. And then there's 
there's the this is frustrating. There's the Marvel consumers going, fucking hater, you just hate stuff. And I'm like, no, this uh okay, never mind. I mean, like we're <laughs> in the idiocracy. I give up. I fucking give up. Oh well, you guys will love this. When we were criticizing uh Marvel stuff on EFAP, we had someone come in and tell us you're just fucking DC fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> well you do so love the snyder cut i do i do that's why i understood how they made that mistake i was like you know what it's true i do just hate marvel i've got, I've got nothing but hatred for them that's the thing most of this they never understand most of this comes from a, a place of love there's a core we really liked x and x has become y is the point yeah i loved the mcu every even the average movies, I was fine. I started hating it around Ant-Man and Wasp. I couldn't stand Ant-Man and Wasp. And I was one of the few. Everybody's like, it's okay. Come on, how many times you rewatch Ant-Man and Wasp? Well, no, no. See, my defense of Ant-Man and Wasp is I don't remember any of it, okay? So... Yeah, well, that, that is actually true. I could not give you a story breakdown. Um, you I know there's a woman in gray. Quantum. Quantum. And she's useless. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Quantum. Quantum, Quantum. Lawrence Michelle Quantum Fishburne. Michelle Pfeiffer. There's, there's, there's a Stargate. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is a goddess in the quantum world. She had been there for so long. She learned to survive on her own that she could create matter out of fucking nothing. Good God, did I not understand how any of that made any no. sense at all? <laughs> it was so, something else. Well, she just died like in inner space and just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she'd fucking eat. You know, I know that's what you know. Uh, and then, of how course, can you uh, create? Oh. Wasp could do everything that Ant Man can do, but better, basically. And most basically. of the time, she's bailing him out of mistakes he makes and stuff. It's just lame, both yes. um, technically in terms of their prowess and abilities and stuff, but also critically, like he's kind of a dumbass, and she's like catch up idiot sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, time's up, Mola. Time's up. Well, time's do they have any idea what they're doing with Ant Man, or is he on his way out at this point? Uh, he's on his way out too. Though he's going to do probably a couple of team movies. I mean, like all the major white white uh, male characters are on their way out. They're on their way out. For I good. wouldn't be surprised if Doctor Strange gets killed in his film. Um, they killed you him early. Would you'd think they'd want to do a Doctor Strange three where he passes it over to the next Doctor Strange that's not a guy like first, I guess, because they're going to want the Sorceress Supreme again, right? Yeah, well, they, that's what they're cocking up, uh, cook, cocking up, cocking up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're cooking up in the uh, comics, isn't it? The killing off. Um, we need the string. That's the we only need. reason why I think they keep him alive. He's got to. He's got to pass it over to someone else first. He's my cock. We need one of those new rock stars, fucking giant circles and an arrow, right here. You know, and the thumbnails that they used to do. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right here in the crotch. Um, Shwunk, shrink. That's oh, the yeah. thumbnail, dude. That's the thumbnail, and, the, and it's got to say, "Oh man, <laughs> that's that's what my thumbnail." <laughs> that's is. not a woman. That's a man, man. <laughs> oh, that is a good reference. Excellent. Uh, uh, um, so, someone in chat just said these guys keep saying the MCU is dying or it's over, and yet the films and TV shows and mo movies keep making piles of money. I've actually never claimed that they're losing money as a result of this. It's just that the storytelling is garbage now. Yeah, nope. storytelling is just terrible. Yeah, I um, I've always said that they are going to lose money because even uh, the dumbest consumer will catch on to this shit because the storytelling is going south. 
They're not hiring top-tier writers. They're not hiring top-tier directors. They're relying on people just going and enjoying next Disney product, which this was. Um, and, okay, so, so everybody believes it did well. It did well. Um, we don't know FYI, that. FYI, Falcon and Winter Soldier did terribly. Yeah, Absolutely terribly, by the way. Yeah. There, there is no way, for one, Disney could have shared, if it did, if, we, Disney just shared their numbers when something did well, meaning they don't share them when they don't do well. Mm. They haven't shared anything. And if you judge Google searches, the Disney Plus series, uh, the Disney stock had flattened out until the release of Black Widow. B, Black Widow was supposed to make 800, to 1, $800 million to $1 billion worldwide at the box office prior to the coup. So everybody's going to call it a success when it makes six hundred million there, but it's barely going to make its money back at six hundred. Yeah. To clarify, I probably should have said like I think they're making less money than they could, and you'd be like, "What would fix this?" Like better storytelling will make people passionate. Why do you think the MCU is where it's at? People were passionate about those original films. People want to see Iron Man team up with Cap because they like both of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, somebody said, "How how would you know that Falcon Winter Soldier did did poorly?" Well, they gave the numbers for. Loki, didn't they? The first episode of Loki. So using that to extrapolate popularity through Google Trends, we can see that uh, Loki was slightly more popular than WandaVision, whereas Google Trends will show that Falcon and Winter Soldier is right down there. Right down there. It, it, it's barely fucking registering a blip compared to those other two. So if the if the first episode of Loki did what was it eight hundred thousand nine hundred thousand they reckon yep, nine hundred thousand um, Falcon and Winter Soldier looked like it did about three hundred and something and that's through set top boxes basically so I would add another million and a half on it for streaming so we'll say yeah. three million people watched an episode of television that's terrible that's fucking CW now they paid for it that's fine Ooh. but. Uh, a good, you know, Game of Thrones had 10 to 15 million people watching it overnight every night. That's uh, a lot of fucking people. Uh, a lot of disappointments. And this is the MCU. This is the single biggest franchise in the world. And uh, for one, the Macarena was possible, po you know, popular. It made a lot of fucking money. Arms Wide Open, Creed was it's tremendously popular. It made a lot of money. Was it good? Hi. No. Uh, success is financial success and success amongst the audience marvel is the biggest brand in the world because pretty much 75 percent of the audience generally loved everything and it was pretty fucking good arguably until infinity war uh captain america captain marvel is when the real mistakes started happening and uh, i list yeah. them all in my video and they're long it is a long list of mistakes narrative mistakes forget the agenda narrative mistakes five-year blip uh, Tony Stark sacrificing millions of people for his fi one five-year-old daughter that he might have had anyway. Captain America mm. character. Uh, Birkenstock Hulk. You'll never see Savage Hulk again. Fat Thor. That's the last time they'll ever fight together. Oh, by the way, no more Black Panther. No fault of Marvel's and Disney's and it's tragedy, but no more Black Panther and they're not going to recast him. Uh, the morals of the morals of the storytelling are the thing that I find the most troubling, Mahler. Uh, letting these women go who have who have committed fucking war crimes and atrocities, and it's like ah, it's okay. Makes yeah, but they're being written by fucking retards. Yeah. These people yeah. don't understand heroes. They have no understanding of heroes whatsoever. That's why we get the she's great to start with, and she never changes. Hero, 
because they don't understand how to craft this story. They don't understand what, what struggle did uh, Natasha go through in this film? Well, <laughs> I always feel like I do this to you. It's like, well, as she did get killed like ten times in a row. The thing is that she's got it like she she literally made of metal, so it doesn't matter. So doesn't not really matter. any struggle actually. There's that one shot if you remember when she says, "You're the only super person I know," and then it shows Natasha lifting her shirt off and she's got loads of bruises. Yeah. Like, oh look, she can take damage, but it doesn't do anything to her ever. Yeah. Never yeah. see her go. Oh, remember Daredevil, the show where uh, obviously yes. it, it would every every hit matters. <laughs> like it's kind oh my of god, like you could see him like just falling apart as the series progresses, where he could barely fucking fight anymore, and it's like it's so good. Oh, that's so good. Don't remind me of the greatness of Daredevil. Um, Black no, Widow. Same so there's no fundamental choice that thing. I know she goes through really in this in this film. She's more of a ping pong ball, uh, Natasha, for everyone else's goals. She's dragged but, in by Elena, and then she's dragged forward by Melina. But when she fell down into that quadrant, when the other Black Widow had fallen down, she was just dead. She didn't even fall over. <laughs> she, she landed on her feet as well. <laughs> it was amazing. Dude, I, I just find it amazing. She saved the world by painting a desk with her blood from her face. <laughs> this is amazing. If you're gonna you can't hit me because you can smell me. If you're going to suspend <laughs> belief, then fucking do superhero shit. Have her use her fucking wrist stinger shit, like blasting energy. That's what she used to, in the comics. She's always fucking do it. Do something. Give her a jet pack. I don't a fucking suit. Uh, oh, 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 God. Uh, no, I can't ruin it. But if the profile shot of the Taskmaster, dude, of Olga, in, in, <laughs> it's so funny. It is so bad. I don't. If, if you're going to be embarrassed for liking this movie in a couple of years, and listen, I heard a lot of the same stuff for Captain Marvel. People were actually saying Captain Marvel didn't have any agenda in it after the movie came out. I shit you not. I was fighting that for a long, long time. Now everybody pretty much hates Captain Marvel, including Marvel. Who fucking demoted Brie Larson and took her name off the of Captain Marvel two, which it was originally called. Um, and with this, it's it, it reminds me of the Force Awakens days. Absolutely reminds me of the hypnosis from the Force Awakens. It was a no, oh, that was a good Star Wars movie. So much so, I was questioning my own fucking reality, Mahler. I was oh, like, I think we all were uh, for different reasons at different times. But I was going to say the. Um, the thing I've noticed, and I think we've talked about this, is the um, you know how us three like to reminisce about our older favorite content here and there, like to drift off into conversations about our favorite shows and movies. It's like who is going to be doing that for Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon Winter Soldier? Do they even remember what happened in them now? It's like I don't think so. No, no. They just they just they're waiting. They're at the the conveyor belt. They're like next one, next one, next one. I'm hungry. I want to see more action and comedy and blah blah blah. No, uh, uh, rewatchability, as brought it up earlier, Disney Plus is based on it. Okay, all these, all of these streaming services are based on it. That's why. That's why you know what the most valuable shows are. They're not any of these fucking new shows. They're fucking The Office, yeah, Friends, Mash. Uh, that's that. You know anything you get like freaking Babylon Five on HBO Max. There's a huge Babylon Five resurgence going on right now because it's on. Fucking HBO Max. It got remastered and everybody's watching it because everything's shit right now. Uh, Disney Plus doesn't have that. And their biggest problem is not going rated R. Like HBO Max should be kicking their ass right now. Fucking Warner Brothers should be beating Marvel's ass. Like without a doubt. They can they can do rated R superheroes. They made the Joker for Christ's sake, which is the, yeah. best the last three years. 
Um, I feel like they still don't know what to do with that. They're like, D- now what? <laughs> it's like, oh, you poor fellas. Because, of course, we, we just want more creators to get more stories done. The ones that are passionate to tell them. They, in, but they're like, which boxes do we now generate to have to tick from Joker? Like, does it have to be violent? Does it have to be about a crazy person? Because Cruella, a lot of people think that that was spawned potentially from Joker as well in like a malformed way, which I think is true to some degree. Um, lots of connections there, but the movie was awful. This is the thing. Um, people say like Deadpool led to Logan, led to Joker in a way, led to Cruella. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. Come back, come back. We, we, we were getting somewhere. Because, of course, Marvel are never going to make an R-rated superhero movie uh, as far as we can tell, right? No, we were getting somewhere. No, no, no. no. A few years ago, we were fucking getting somewhere. Shit was getting better. Deadpool was good. X-Men First Class, I liked. Uh, uh, Even Days of Future Past, you can tell that Fox was kind of figuring... Fucking the season one of Legion was great. Like, there was stuff happening that was... Like, first season of Westworld, we saw experimentation happening without agenda, and then it just ended, like, overnight, and it sucked, because I thought we were going to head towards this renaissance thing. Uh, fucking taboo season one with Tom Hardy. There was uh, 2015 was like the last good year of quality stuff, uh, and it started fading out. Uh, let me read this super chat real quick uh, because it's for one hundred dollars. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Good day to Longman. I just saw Black Widow, and God, it sucked. So I have taken today to watch the greatest trilogy ever, Lord of the Rings. Thank you. And I am halfway through two towers. And in the dream scene between Aragorn and Arwen, her dress is almost see-through. It is see-through, bro. Watch the 4K version, brah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Lyle, Hammock, thank you for the $100. You're awesome. Um, I highly recommend, if you guys haven't done it already, uh, as inspired me to do a Marvel marathon with my son, and we started with Iron Man. We're we're into it now. It's it's night and day. It's depressing, is what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> when you go uh, back and watch stories. Like Thor, Thor is a masterpiece compared to this movie. Absolutely, yeah. Thor is like a sitcom to me. That's the way I see it. I I thought it I liked it. You know, so much fun to see Anthony Hopkins playing Odin really passionately too. Uh, Thank you. You're the one guy who's recognized that. Like, well, he, I, he I am well. So, Thor. what? When he expels Thor, he that what that was a great scene. Like, he's crying. You know, that was like I was like, he didn't mail that one, and he mails in the rest, but the, the not the first one. You are unworthy. It's like, yeah, it's a really good little story too. It's uh, Thor's really interested in being king for all the wrong reasons. Yep, and he has his helmet. Just don't get that anymore. Don't get. No. It's just a, eh. Hey, Captain I'll- Marvel's surprising for that. Like Captain Marvel, just it's an origin story, and it's got nothing for the hero's journey in it at all. It's really hard to tell what the hell they were, were trying to do with it. Mm, it's got like the a- hero's journey. Journey. You know what? Not even that. Just you, when you have your character no asking <laughs> who they are right before we hit the end, <laughs> I just feel like we're in trouble. I wrote it out, and uh, what I'll. Okay, so the Hero's Junior is there is no journey. She's she's <laughs> awesome from the beginning, and it's everybody else figuring out how awesome she is. Yeah. <laughs> there's, but there's no mentor. It's uh, it, no, it's disposing the oppressing male instead of the mentor dying part. You know, and then there's Would no you, decision. There's just realization that I'm still awesome. Do you know she lands um 
in on Earth, and then you have Earth's authorities show up, and you don't get impressed by the fact that she knows how this works. She she's aware of Earth. She's got a little database. She's like, oh yeah, Earth has these CIA agents or whatever. I know how to deal with them. Instead, she gives them uh, both uh, Sam Jackson and um, Coulson this sort of look of like, oh, go away. You guys don't understand. When we could have had a scene where she is like, I'm Agent blah, 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 um, excuse the dress code, this is for an undercover op, and she's got like a little thing that maybe gives her, and you know, Sam Jackson would be like, really? I've never heard of this agency before, and she's like, you shouldn't have heard of it. It's the point. Um, you know, just a scene like that where she's trying to just get away with it, instead of it being like, go away, <laughs> like you're you guys, annoying. You guys have come up with better stories in the last 10 minutes than, than anything. Oh, by the way, Mahler, did you know Jack Schaefer had something to do with Captain Marvel as well. Remind me, who's Jack Schaefer? She wrote Black Widow and WandaVision. Oh, stories. Yeah, that's where she got to cut her teeth and they brought her in. Um, Jack Schaefer, who doesn't know how to read a comic book and didn't know who Mephisto was. And it's fine if you don't know who Mephisto was, except if you're making a fucking WandaVision show. It's kind of important to know who Mephisto is. He's a very important character that that, that you could look up on the Google like everybody else did. Um, yeah. The, um, if you're, do you remember when, because uh, Russell D. Davies, I think he has a quote where he says, when he was starting up Doctor Who, it's like, uh, we want to maintain the law. But at the same time, it's going to be really hard not to contradict any of it because it's huge. And it's just like the kind of thing you kind of want to hear as a fan of something that spans that far back. And I was thinking, like, if someone handed me the reins to write any episode of Doctor Who, I'd be like, right, first things first, we're watching the whole thing. Like, of course we are. And if someone was like, well, why? I'd be like, because I'm writing. (laughs) We paid a lot of money to take this franchise that has been built up by men and women kids everywhere it means everything to them i owe it to them and and for what how hard is it i'm watching doctor who oh what a fucking chore and you make a bible you make a show bible yeah. for your show like okay here are things i feel comfortable changing these are fixed points in time and that's what i would call it a fixed point these are things you do not fuck with william hartnell's the first there is numbered doctors they're fucking time lords they come from gallifrey there's fucking Rassilon and Omega. We don't fuck with any of that. Oh, and he's a dude. He's straight up a dude. But he says he's what a dude. What if there was a portal that pooped out a time child? <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> Hear me out. That probably killed the child when it arrived because it fell 70 foot to the ground. Yeah. Right. Well, she regenerated instantly and it looked exactly the same. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Daniel for $50 says thank you Mahler for remembering all of us who need more ass you are doing the Lord's work (laughs) oh yes Badunk Badunk Badunkadunk I got got pussy on my desk you do? yeah well there you go yeah uh, sorry, I, I like I my brain paused for a moment because I I'm on four and a half hours sleep. I'm pretty pretty good, but um sometimes it just twitches out a little bit. But you know, don't worry about it. I probably was just the drugs. Uh, let's see, where was I? Where was I? Oh my god, I'm looking at Taskmaster pictures now. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost. Uh, we've got a. 
Uh, today's the 13th, right? Okay, yes, it is. We have a donation from Adam9911 for $5. He says, I heard that there was so much ass sh uh, shots that it outdid Mass Effect 2 Miranda's ass shots. Hi, Mahler. Hello. I don't know if, I mean, I haven't watched Mass Effect 2. It had a decent amount of ass shots, though. It did. Well, Miranda ones, yeah. See, but this is the this is the big reveal. Okay, like I'm about to bring the the real truth down. Okay, unfortunately for Black Widow, you know, you, when you have the female gaze, it's not as good as capturing right the the elements that everyone's trying to see. I'm so so they're just not as good as the men. So if you're gonna do it, you know, you got to do it right. I was gonna say, do you guys remember the um? It's it's practically famous the one from Winter Soldier. Yeah. Now, that, see, the Russos knew what they were doing, and they need to teach females about the male gaze. They can't just willy-nilly throw it in. You know, this is a talent you got to try and uh, gain over time. And oh my God, did you scratch your eye there? Has is that red? I guess <laughs> I got a cat hair in my eye. Oh, oh no. don't do it. You get some eye drops in that, pal. Nah. Mm. be hating life you don't want to I've get got it out I've got it out I've got it distracted me from talking about ass like you I know <laughs> I look like I look hey I'll do that Jeremy Gig Griggs or gigs uh sent me something yesterday hang on I I got I got a little I got a little something to show off from scar Joe that's not what I wanted so, um, showing her ass in a skin tight costume is yeah. sexual, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But her just getting well, completely naked in a film, showing well, off all the bits and pieces, that's that's where'd it come? Oh, okay. It's uh, hang on, there we go. Yeah, mm -mm -mm. oh, well, she she knows. <laughs> Oh, look at all the Isn't there a saying for this? Like every every hot girl is aware. They know. They know everyone's watching. That's like the mm -hmm. the whole. That's why they they craft it so hard. Um, but I suppose I'm trying to think of like how could I steal manhood position as best as possible? Be like you want to be hot, but also have a character, I guess. Because like Black Widow, I really don't think Black Widow was helped that much by Iron Man Two. It was Avengers that um, uh, laid her out, and so. If the criticism was, yeah, but she's just hot in Iron Man 2, and I prefer that she was hot and she had a character in, in Avengers going forward or something. Um, I don't think that's entirely unfair. No. What do you guys think? I don't think... Uh, yeah, but you were, you were introducing a character, and you were trying to introduce a character as they were in the comics. Sexy, sleek, an assassin. Uh, deadly um, using, you know, the the whole I know it's been said time and again, but it is using the femme fatale yeah. uh, she's a black widow, she lures people in, That that's the whole point and so yeah, they did upplay the, the sex appeal element but so fucking what? Well I'm saying um, that I have no problem with that, being cranked even to 100,000 out of 10 but um hmm. Like so, if I don't know, because you know, I I, I want to say that I'm I'm all about the equality here. I don't know about you guys, but like I, I don't want if Dave Bautista doesn't want to be shirtless all the time because he, he he's getting old and he doesn't he just doesn't want to. I'd be like, you know what, throw a fucking shirt on that man. I I you know what, just do it do it for him. I, I don't need this anymore. Like we'll be fine. Drax looks amazing. I would say, Dave, get in that fucking gym and shut the fuck up. <laughs> we are paying you 
an exorbitant amount of money to say three fucking lines of film. Okay. So just I get mean, in there and get some abs. Drax is like one of my favorites. How dare you? <laughs> he only gets like four lines of movie, in all fairness. Oh, when he said, why is Gamora? I was like, oh, Drax, you're climbing my favorite characters list here. Um, <laughs> why is Gamora? So uh, what, what I'm suggesting is, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm totally fine with either way, but I mean, if, if, if the actor is like uh, getting self-conscious or whatever and that the, their appeal isn't even the sex appeal, I'm saying, meanwhile, Black Widows is totally. I'm just saying like that I'm okay with it being room for uh, moving all of this stuff around. And I agree that in Iron Man 2, we barely have any of Black Widow. So of course, if we're going to get a limited amount, it's going to be that she's hot because that is the first thing you'll notice about her. Um, but if someone Scarlet said, Hansen. I don't know, if yeah. someone said like, yeah, well, I, you know, I just didn't like being the, the eye candy in that film. I guess that's just their preference. Um, okay. Mola, let me throw this one at you. All right. Do you've it. got Iron Man two, where you've got a legitimately hot woman being a hot woman mm -hmm. and people understanding she's a hot woman, even the cast as we can, as the crew, I should say, as we can see from the, uh, the gif mm -hmm. or we can have a Wonder Woman 1984 where we have a not a hot woman thinking she's a hot woman playing a hot woman who isn't a hot woman. Oh, you mean uh, Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig, For a second yeah. I thought you meant Gal Gadot. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> no, Kristen Wiig. That was... Um, we'll see the problem. <laughs> the problem in that. I have to use my suspension of disbelief with the, with the latter. They did give her a character in that, or at least they tried. It was horrifying. Like, it was a yeah, her character death. was every man, every all men must die. All right, so Mahler is at uh, Black Widow. It could be as bad as Captain Marvel. I'm not yeah, there yet because ScarJo is hot. I'm just going to say ScarJo's hotness probably saves Black Widow from being as bad as Captain Marvel. And all right, that's fair. I can, I can understand. To hmm. emote, but you got me on this argument. She doesn't emote in this movie. Her character Not really, is completely no. mute. She's this. If she played the Black Widow from Winter Soldier, like, hey guys, the that fun is so good, yeah. Uh, it's a different character. So well, you so might have to be there. But is it maybe eighty four? Maybe I can drag you over to my team a, a little bit. I'll give you. I'll give you this one. All right. So do you know what pissed me off is when she said. After she got Drakov to uh, when she when she did all the thing we were punching her and, and she did the new thing, she said thank you for your cooperation. Do you know why that pissed me off? Why? I'm assuming you know. That's what she said to Loki when she beat him in Avengers. Yep. Yep. And I was yep. like, mm. hey, so movie, you did not show me that. So that was a really she did a really good job in the Avengers scene. She tricked him. She used what is true to manipulate him into getting information she wanted. And she came across as though she was very vulnerable, but what we realized is that was tapping into an actual vulnerability that he did actually get to. It's a really good scene. Um, and, and she uses it to her advantage when she goes straight to Bruce. She's like, maybe you shouldn't be in here. I, I try to avoid praising this movie too much, but she says, maybe you should remove yourself. And he goes, I was pretty fucking removed. It's like, you guys brought me here. And I was like, oh, such good dialogue. <laughs> yeah, that is good dialogue. Avengers um, is the best Hulk movie. It's the best, one of the best Black Widow movies. Um, yeah. And Joss Whedon, in his prime, would have written a brilliant Black Widow movie. Oh, I think what, he would have done a hell of a lot better than what this is. <laughs> what what inspired dialogue did we get from this film? Uh, I don't have... You, are you on your periods? No, I, we, we had our uteruses ripped out 
Oh, I was just about to start talking about fallopian tubes. Ah. So uh, the comparison is going to make those that she tells Drakov, you're pathetic, you're pathetic, you're pathetic, until he punches her. And then, he, and then she's like, you just want to impress me. And he's like, I don't need to impress you. Look how amazing I am. <laughs> and tells her it's all planned. And then she hits herself, releasing the pheromone bullshit, and then stops him. And that, you, you're telling me that was intelligent? She's like, hi, I tricked you. I'm like, how the fuck did anyone fall for this? Like, you, she's telling you what she wants. It's like, please, you're pathetic. Prove to me you're strong. Now prove to me that you're powerful. Thank you for giving me this information. Owned. It's like, who wrote this shit? Um, a retard. If you remember yeah. in Avengers, when Loki says, I'm going to uh, make him do things to you that you know are the worst things that you would want because he knows all your secrets. If you look at her face when he says it, you yeah. don't know if he's pretending or not exactly. She looks horrified. Because she's playing into what he wants, which is to cause pain. Because Loki likes causing pain if you ignore the fucking TV show that's just come out. But as you, we discussed, Mola, the beauty of that scene was it was double it was double yeah. ended. Because yeah, she was she was using it to get to Loki, but at the same time, it was affecting her. It did get to her, yeah. And so she was she could play through that. And then when, you know, we had the scene at the end, you know, the scene at the end talking about being compromised. Mm-hmm. And then really that that scene, yeah, that scene makes so just becomes so uh, raw because um, yeah, she, she she had to break herself to break Loki. And so to bring, but, you bring know, that's home, good writing. To bring home, I, I hate Black Widow even more for trying to be like, look, we can write her just as smart as she's always been, and then fail miserably and make her look like a <laughs> moron trying to bash her own brain in to beat the villain. Uh, one of the things they blew in the MCU is. The, the, and they were playing with this a little bit in the first couple of movies she was in is we don't know whose side she's on. We have no idea. She could betray us any second. That was supposed to be that's Black Widow because she could and she has. She's betrayed every fucking superhero in the Marvel Universe. Uh, she's kind of a villain sometimes. It just depends on what uh, benefits her. I mean, she she ends up being a hero later, but, you know, she does some duplicitous shit and that's great. And that would have been awesome to have her just betray all the fucking Avengers and maybe we find out like she had to and she had to keep a secret but now there's a lot of missed opportunities before yeah, she's done. yeah. well that's why I think yeah. Winter Soldier is so good because at the beginning of course she's got different orders to Cap so yeah. when Cap decides to have his little fight with um, John Thingmajiggy the martial UFC fighter um, and he smashes to the door and, she's just, and she just plays it as casual well this is awkward awkward <laughs> Because well, I'm doing my shit, you know. And then uh, when she she likes to play on that, she likes to play. Am I a little bit wee? Am a little bit woo? And then yep. of course, when they think that um, uh, 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 Samuel L. Jackson's been killed, uh, and Captain America just doesn't know who to fucking trust, mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, pinning up against the fucking wall and stuff. And it's brilliant because it's just like I don't know who I can trust, Natasha. I want to trust you, but you're fucking untrustworthy. And it's great. It's really, really good shit, man. Well, maybe that'll make you feel a little bit better, as much as you know that I have disdain for Winter Soldier. Uh, I know. I've, I've said on several occasions the part I still love about it is everything to do with Black Widow. I think she's really, really great in that film. She is. She is really good in that film because she's got a great character. And this is what it's what makes me sad because I'm like, oh, I thought she was fine, Iron Man too, and I was like, oh, I really like her in Avengers. Really like her in Winter Soldier. And Age of Ultron is. We could discuss that at some point if you guys really want. To. <laughs> uh, Civil War. Um, Civil War is where she does 
an, another example of like duplicitous shit, quote unquote, because her allegiance is to the unity of the Avengers. She yep. believes she has to side with Tony because that's where most of the Avengers will side. She just has to get the rest of them to join. When she sees the Cap is not moving whatsoever, she sides with Cap because everyone is going to come to his side now because there's no, no other way to work it. So she sticks with him. She's just trying to figure out which side to sort of end up with that keeps the cohesion of the family together. She doesn't give a fuck about the, the Accords. She, like, no. she just wants to help people. And it's what makes her a really strong character that you have this fucking movie that's just like, lol, she had a whole family she didn't give a shit about. Lol, she's burying prisoners under so snow, doesn't give a shit. So, yeah, because she she has to wait until the la literally the last second with Steve to say, "Are you really you know going through with this?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah I got to." And then you know because she knows that Captain America he's all about conviction. So as soon as he's like, "I got to," and it, she's just like, <sighs> "Yeah, that, okay." Well, that, that and then she takes out Black Panther. Yeah, she said, "I'm going to regret this." <laughs> and she yeah, does I'm going to yeah. Well, because she knows. She plays the game and she tries to play it that she doesn't get caught, and now she has to make a move which is out in the open, mm -hmm. and that's that's what that's what kind of like pisses her off because she's so covert. Um, and it's great when she's fighting with with. Uh, I mean, this is why we needed the fucking Hawkeye film with her because uh, it's great when she's fighting with Hawkeye, and you know, like oh, we're still friends and all this kind of stuff, and it you know, then Scarlet Witch or something comes along and you know takes her out takes her out for a bit. And then she just turns to, to Clint and just goes, you were pulling your punches. <laughs> and it just shows that neither of them were committed to, to truly fighting no, each they, other. They literally play fighting while everyone yeah, else is actually exactly, fighting. exactly. It's great. So it's just like, you know, there is so much to those two characters that we, no we really should have learned. We um, got no resolution from it whatsoever. No. They no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Athenon. Athenon. Uh, hang on. Here, uh, for for 99.99. Yeah. Thank you, Athenon. Hail as Gary and Mahler. Great to see you all together today. If you want to check out a great fan story of Batman, check out uh, Bat in the Sun's Batman. Mm. Dying is easy. Great short. Keep up the great work. And thanks for. Uh, all you do i've seen it athenon thank you dying is easy is fucking brilliant man we it's played it on friday night tights didn't we yeah, we played it on friday night tights athenon it's uh, i i fucking love it you, did you know that that's the batman for batman dead end and did you know that they made a one six scale a custom one for batman dead end and i am now in contact with the guy who can get some of the rarest one six scales because he used to be my connect back in the store days I accidentally found him on eBay and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Are you so-and-so that I used to deal with from the comic outpost? And he said, yes. And I'm like, Oh, I've got some friends you, you need to meet. So, <laughs> yeah. um, how does the IP stuff work with these things? How do, how oh, do they have access to all of them or he gets the stuff that falls off the truck in China on the way. Oh, to no, the sorry. I meant just in general, like all the hot toy stuff. Like, do they just have, they can just make toys for whatever they want or do they have to get IP? Sort of you got to get license. You got to get a license. You got to yeah. get a license. And what they do is they'd make prototypes a lot uh, at four licenses to pitch, to get licenses. And then if they don't get the license, it's oopsie doopsie. We're going to call not call it Batman. We're going to call it man with the pointy ears or something like that. And it'll still be Batman. Because it's in China and they don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. China! China! And my friend, 
Uh, I was so happy to find him. Chinese like, China face. I, I missed you. Uh, he's Chinese, too. He's Chinese. He lives in San Francisco. Uh, thank you for being here, Eric K. Thank you for being here, Mod Roddix. And thank everyone for being here. We've got 4,400 people watching. This is fantastic. Mahler just shows up because he's a mensch. He's a fucking great guy. And uh, Yeah, isn't this uh, two weeks on the bounce, Mahler? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, if, if I'm doing work that makes it so that my eyes and ears are still available, like I am right now, then I'll happily hang out with some friends while we talk about the destruction of something I enjoy dearly. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Everything we love just falling apart around us. Oh, There's a apart. quote from Red Love Media, isn't it? How did you enjoy watching your franchises burn? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it was I, great. I hated the. No, I fucking flexed last night and showed off my office, which is just a temporary one. But I, it's because I just finished reading an email on how much of a fucking hater I have turned into. I'm like, have you, what? Wow. I'm like, what? I'm like, I love this shit, dude. If I. The last 10 minutes gushing over like the good part of the MCU. <laughs> like, yeah. And basically going into what what they should have inserted to, to make this universe work properly going forward. But no, they just wanted to put a fucking CGI woman's head on a fucking man's body and call it progressive. That's not progressive. Look, every fucking thing we've had. Wonder, wonder they'll never understand what you've given up. Fucking Cap and Falcon, fucking Freckle Jesus, and fucking Carter Cunt uh, were the two fucking main parts of that one. So, oh, subverted your expectations. Uh, then we've got Loki, and it's, oh, look, it's a female fucking Loki. Uh, that subverted your expect. No, it didn't. It fucking didn't. And now we've got Black Widow. It's the Taskmaster. Oh, it's the Taskmistress. Gotcha. This is now just boring. It's not subverting. It's just boring. Yeah. Oh, no. Because we're picking. I mean, like, everybody saw this, you're right, as, like, miles away. Even normies called this with the fucking yeah. taskmaster. And when normies are out fucking thinking you, you're, you're, you're in a bad place. You're in a bad, yeah, bad place. We got taskmaster. Um, the one, the one from Incredibles two was baited to be a guy, and it turned out to be a girl. Then we got, um, of course, Power Broker from Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, Le, Sylvie, it's like that's an evil Loki. Turns out it's a girl. There are mm -hmm. loads more examples of this, right? I've seen Twitter posts with like all these examples. I'm like, oh my god, I completely forgot they've done this like ten no, times now. They've done it ten times, and the only ones I could think of, I put in my video was the ghost reveal from Ant Man and Wasp, and of course they just did it with Sylvie, and in a way they did it with uh, Freckle Jesus and Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then of course Infest Power Broker, Star Wars, yeah. Power Broker, fucking Doctor Who. There's like her reveal scene was a hood coming off, and it's a fucking woman. Oh my god, you know. And then I've got the I mean, they're so far behind. <laughs> in terms of like, look at this. We have a female character playing a character. Like, in all fairness, they're only about fifty years behind. It's just yeah, Danny Trejo called it. Do you remember when um, <laughs> uh, uh, Gary? Do you well either of you? Do you know about like um, Joss Whedon had to like threaten the producers for Buffy because they wouldn't let him have the Willow and Tara kiss in the body? Yep. Like we're talking. 2000 and is that 2001 mm. or 2000 i think we're uh, season four wasn't it it was 2000 fucking ages ago and it was two women kissing not a woman being there <laughs> that's, 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 no, that's amazing that's where, to me. 
that's where um howard stern in a very strange way did a lot of good work for the alphabet community because he always had lesbians kissing because that's what that guy's fantasy but what it did is it brought normalization in and it led to the buffy kiss which led to well, what we got now, which is uh, it's pride year all year round. But that, that, I, I digress. Uh, yeah, I, I remember, uh, dude, I remember pride being world. the day that it happened. Everybody was fucking talking about it. And they were just going, yeah, that was cool. That was it. So, well, it he, I think his reasoning was like, this is an incredibly uh, meaningful moment that Tara's catching Willow. She's falling apart because of the news. And it's just like, and he hasn't been able to get them. He had to bury their kissing in magic. That's what he had to do. You have to yeah. make them cast spells and look at each other sexually, because <laughs> that was all he was allowed to do. Well, um, hey, true story. It was it was the year 2000, because I know exactly where I was. Uh, there was a television program called The Big Breakfast. Uh, Johnny Vaughan was the presenter. And um, you, you might know this more, um, maybe a little bit before your time. But uh, anyway, uh, Alison... Um, Hannigan was on um, the show and I was queued up with a question uh -huh. uh, and they said you're, you're line number three so if they say line number three just say what your question is and my question and the reason when they called me back is because year 2000 uh, I said um, what's it like uh, now uh, you're uh, playing a lesbian character particularly after uh, your character's been in uh, relationships with males, you know, like uh, Seth uh, Green, not Seth, Seth Green. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, up until that point. And the woman was like, oh, that's a great question. So I was on the line hoping they're going to say line three and they never said line three. They went to a couple of other lines. So I nearly actually got to, to pose that question to Alison Hannigan back in 2000. Hmm. Back when on the big yeah, break, like you asking that question now would probably be considered offensive, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, possibly, but at the time, it was it was uh, mainstream, uh, open. Yeah, no, I'm saying you like, know, it's alphabetism. To that so <clears throat> nowadays, it wouldn't, we wouldn't blink an, blink an eyelid. But back then, it was still as you can, you know, as you said, by the fact that they wouldn't even let them kiss properly. Yeah, and um, this is kind of what we're getting at. Like, yeah. If they had done all this shit back then, maybe I'd give them more points, but it's embarrassing. Remember the one from Rise of Skywalker, right? The two girls just kiss randomly at the end, and you're like... Never oh. saw it. Watch your video. It, it's just <laughs> embarrassing. They cut it out, obviously, in the visions where that's still like a stonable <laughs> offense. Um, but it's just yes. fucking absurd. <laughs> we're just like, Disney, stop it. Nobody believes you. Stop it. It is, it is so um, insincere. Yeah, uh, and and that's the that's the element of it which grates. Nobody, nobody's. Well, th uh, there must be a, a minute proportion, but not many people remotely are bothered whether or not a character is gay or straight, as long as it's been done legitimately, and as long as it's been done in a, in a manner that makes sense. Um, you know, taking established characters uh, and then just turning them gay for for no reason—that's not legitimate. That's just laziness. That's tokenization. Uh, that's just uh, trying to uh, ride the back of a, of a character because you can't write one. Uh, and then you've got um, like a, a, a brand new character that you can bring in, and that's fine because there's a, there'll be a legitimacy to it. But we know 
from Rise of Skywalker and stuff like that, that them slipping in, if if you believe that these characters are uh and, and this kiss is is so meaningful, then you don't remove that kiss. And if the country says we can't have this film because of this kiss, then you say, Well, then you can't have the film. Exactly. Because that's that's the, the courage of your, your conviction. But they don't. They know that they they can put it in for a Western audience to try to appeal to a alphabet community element of it, but it's so insincere the way that it's been put together that it can be edited out without a blink of an eye, and you'd never know. And that's the insincerity of all this 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 virtue signaling uh, and, and the pandering that they do and, and and push forward for these things. These this is. Mm -hmm. I'm just like in the comics, the comics are the biggest offenders. They're the biggest offenders. You know, Bobby Iceman has to get told by a a, a, a telepath, Gene Grey, that he's actually gay, and then suddenly he he just goes from a regular guy into a flamboyant um, OTT homosexual. Mm. Uh, Tim Drake uh, in in the third Robin, uh, who's been dating Stephanie. Uh, in comic, not in comic years, but in real years for like, you know, basically 20 odd years in comics. He's been around for now like 30, 32 years. Suddenly he's just like, oh, I think I like dudes, even though none of my inner monologues have ever alluded to this whatsoever. Even though, uh, you know, I've had my own comic that's run for 187 issues, and then I've had a Red Robin run for so many issues, and then I've had a uh, Teen Titans run for so many issues. Even though I I, I never allude uh, to any of these thoughts, feelings, or notions in these thirty-two years, suddenly DC are just like you like cock, <laughs> Tim. You, that vag that you've been smashing for the last thirty-two years. No, it's 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 all about the D, and you're well into the D because we wrote one fucking panel uh, in in one comic in the year twenty twenty-one. And, and that's the sort of pandering which is just like, just fuck off, you know? <laughs> you're not, <laughs> you're not doing it for any... You, yeah, you're not doing it to give anything to the, to the alphabet community at all. You're doing it to, to take away because you, you want to ride the back off an established character and say, oh, that Tim Drake's an established character. Everyone loves Tim Drake as the Robin. You know, he's the one that was trained the best. He was one that the smartest, the one that went through all these kind of things. Uh, he's the one that's had the most character depth. Now we'll just turn him gay. Just, fuck off. So yeah. insincere. All of them. They're all so insincere, these these corporations, the way that they, they do stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and they're making it worse. And there's there's thankfully there's people out there like recognizing this. Uh, and I mean, what they do is they take advantage again of the normie who doesn't pay attention to this stuff. So we have to parse through it because the media pushes the narrative, blah, blah, blah. But the people involved who are going to be directly affected, the individuals who might identify as alphabet are going to get uh, it's going to be adverse against them, which is that's not fair either, because the corporations have decided to use them up. And once they're done using them, they'll be gone. You know, once once the uh, it's ESG score or something like that, it's uh, or EGS score, it's environmental environmental social governance and it's a it's a rating for stocks and it's like how safe are you to advertise with mm -hmm. uh and uh that's 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 why they're doing it so it's all it's all based on 
you know, profits and shit. It's not, they don't give a shit about your cause. They do business in China. They there's there's companies. Everybody like doing the kneeling thing from Kaepernick. That's a company that uses freaking child labor in in sweatshops. Uh, oh, it's always yeah. There's just this corruption in every root of every like happy face telling you that they're the good guy. This is yep. this is sad as well because like you do want them to hurry up, right? Uh, the Dolby's in terms of you show the average person Iron Man and Black Widow back to back, and they're like, "Yeah, they're both good." You're like, hmm. <laughs> "It's the uphill battle that we fought at, at the Force Awakens, uh, even at the beginning of Last Jedi, <laughs> Throne Season Eight. You know, yeah, the, I'll say out of all of them, Game of Thrones Season Eight's uh, fifth episode and sixth episode, they were the ones that. Most of the people I know, IRL random people, they were like, this is really bad. It's like, oh, shit. Like, you've, and I think that's just a matter of it was a show running for what, eight, nine years or something? Mm -hmm. So you've got a lot of investment. Everyone's following that story, and you end it by putting Bran on the throne. <laughs> My dad was like, happy to ignore. He's one of the, like, he likes everything. He'll just watch anything. When he saw Bran on the throne, he was just like, why? <laughs> 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 but why? That, so. Just that meme. But why? But why? But why? No, somebody like put a really good uh, theory down that I agree with. Just real quick on Bran, it's how it's going to go down in the book is the Three Eyed Raven takes Bran over. Like Bran gets shoved to the side. He's still in there, but in the back, and he gets basically possessed for the good of the realm. Uh, which would be a killer story in the books, but we'll never see the ending. Oh, by the way, oh, I missed it. Shit. Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary oh, of, of, of A Dance with Dragons, everyone. It's been 10 years since, and one day since the release of the last of Song of Ice and Fire book. Damn. And George R. R. Martin blogged, uh, put up a post yesterday about fucking wild cards. Guy doesn't give a shit. He ain't, he, he ain't gonna finish the books ever. Nope. Uh, nope. And I've made my peace with it. I read the Witcher books now. They're good. I like them. They're fun. Uh, they are fun. Uh, the Blackest of Widows for five dollars says Gary Mahler as love you all so much. As mate, what were you more wrong about? Uh, the Euro Cup. Uh, <laughs> that the Euro Cup would be coming home, or that Black Widow would gross. A thirty-five million dollar. <laughs> um, I'm more embarrassed about the football not coming home. Um, I definitely underestimated the, the. I think I underestimated the power of people just wanting to return to cinemas uh, more than I think that this is a great movie that people were desperate to see. I think they were just desperate to see a movie outside yeah. of their house in a in a theater environment not to try and take you know it, it did some money um but it just did their predictions disney predicted 60 to 80 million it did the 80 million it did 78 million internationally which is less than the domestic which is not a great sign going forward um they had to finagle, uh, they had to finagle a lot um and and it's not going to make what it was supposed remember this movie was supposed to make 800 million to a billion at the box office it ain't doing that well they've probably with this one because they've had it on the shelf for so long as well uh losing money just losing money every day uh the the chances are this film's probably got to make around i uh taking in the marketing plus that i would say between 450 to 550 million to break even which it could do 
which it could do, but it, it might break even. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. But I think they're happy because I think um, I think this could have bombed massively. It, it could have bombed massively, but yeah. I, I think it just serendipitously seemed to hit. Uh, when everything's starting to open up and people want to get out, um, well, if, you, if you look at the trailers, they like I could totally see the average person being like, "Whoa, this film is filled with crazy, awesome things happening!" Whoa, like, oh, they're flying through places with rubble flying everywhere. There's all these like kickbox and sort of battles, knives, guns, explosions. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that for my superheroes, but when she's meant to just be a human, yeah, I know that's that's pretty and, much, and that's so it takes me out when I see shit like this. Yeah, I agree. But um, but we football very nearly came home. Yeah, sorry about it. That. Was penalty, it's just penalties, man. I didn't even know soccer, but I think losing a game to penalty kicks is fucking terrible. Just play the game till it's done. Yeah, it's late. well, they they did they did that. Uh, what? Not that long ago, about twenty something years ago, they had the golden goal rule. Um, in extra time, if you scored an extra time, that was it. It was over. And there's a lot of people that do advocate for when you hit fifty, when you hit ninety minutes, you play fifteen minutes until each half until somebody wins, um, and you don't go to penalties. But hey, look, uh, we were close. We were close. Um, I'm I'm really intrigued to see how uh, Sonic Asian Sonic and the Ten Rings are going to do. And uh, how Eternals are going to do. Because I think those two films, I think both of them are in huge trouble. Expectations are low for Shang-Chi. So they'll say that if it makes like $300 million worldwide, they'll call this success. Uh, remember, Black Widow costs $200 million. Like everything yeah. costs $200 million now. So yeah. By the way, great. That was a great super chat. I feel very humbled. Thank you. Listen, we're not afraid to be wrong. I'm fucking wrong all the time. I, I didn't think it would make this much. I thought it would have a good opening weekend because the Marvel brand is fucking strong. It is. Yeah. And it hasn't had a failure yet. It hasn't had. Well, a I, yeah. I mean, I knew I was low boarding at 35, but I honestly thought if it did 50, I think it's done well. So and it hits uh, 80. So it did. It did much better than I thought it would. But like I said, I think there's extenuating circumstances here. I really do. I think if there was a plethora of films out right now uh, where people had much more choice, because right now there's no yeah, choice, there's none. Um, then then we could see a different number. But you could argue, but in the same breath, you could argue, well, that's just, that's, you know, that's clever marketing, that's clever positioning. So uh, it kind of evens itself out. <clears throat> they're, they're only going to be able to play this card so many times, but like, oh, yeah. Let's go back to Game of Thrones. Uh, honestly, Game of Thrones started going south in the fifth season. It did. I mean, objectively, it had some good moments in five and six, but says seven to me was just as bad as season eight. Just as bad. They're fucking terrible. But people loved it. And, it, and the ratings were going up at that point. It was actually becoming more of a linear story. Dumber stuff was happening, and it was getting more people watching so I mean that's 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 the normies. You got you gotta we gotta win their hearts and minds. I like I love Eric July just says fuck normies. That's that's my boy right there. I think we need <laughs> to win their hearts and minds uh, uh, with with this and just go. You know, um, yeah, this stuff isn't good. It's just it's not. I would love to say I would love nothing more than have a good Marvel movie to talk about with Marlon and Az. We could talk just as long about loving a movie uh, if it's good. 
uh, and we just we don't get good stuff from Hollywood. Yeah, well, we've we've all done it on Drinkers Channel, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and and we might again someday, but we're a long way off because uh, right now you can't be masculine. Masculine is bad, and it's hard to tell superhero stories without masculinity. It's part. It's um. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Uh, oh, fuck it, fuck it. No, I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. Tell you what. If um, the, if if they actually wanted to to make this film properly, this film could have been done much better than it has even now. Yeah. But they don't want to, They didn't want to make this film properly. They they wanted to make this film uh, a hero a hero fucking movie. Um, if they can just get over their f- sheer fucking hubris. Uh, and get past this p- pathetic uh, identity politic nonsense and understand uh, that masculinity plays a very important role when it comes to these type of films uh, and actually pitting Black Widow against a Taskmaster uh, would have made far more sense than pitting her up against a robot fucking mistress because you basically said Taskmaster is a automatous woman who had to have her decisions made for her by a man programming man. them into her. Oh, and a that, woman subjugated all the women. Yeah. That's your that's your uh, empowerment right there. And she could go toe-to-toe with you. No problem. Melena Maxwell. That's what I call her throughout my whole video, because that's what she is. Uh, she's a horrible person. She has committed atrocities that probably warrant the death penalty. Um, I mean, what... <laughs> What Wanda did in WandaVision was pretty bad. Uh, rest, prison rest of her life. Uh, what Melena or Melina, I call her Melena, so whatever. Uh, what she did was a war crime, was was uh, like fucking Hitler-esque atrocities. And they're like, okay, mommy, let's go. Thanks for subjugating and me. Like she said, she did. She was a mouse in a cage, Gary. She was a mouse in a cage. But she knew that Scar Joe's mom didn't just dump her on the street, was actually nope. looking for she knew it the whole time the whole time she's like, oh no, no mom look for you until my boss the guy was working it's unacceptable there's another 10 scenes we need of scar joe killing her <laughs> just, just over and over again <laughs> checking the files to see what exactly she has done what exactly did she know swear to god man if you take the movie literally she's a villain and she's getting away with it and she knows full Do you when she, she got away with it when she blows up the whole station, she's like, yeah, by the way, it's all crashing. I'm getting out. Good luck, guys. Is that the actions of someone who cares deeply for her family? It's like, no. Oh, don't yeah, you but what her? remorse does she show with the pig? None. They had to, they had to, exactly. They had to tell her to make it fucking breathe again. She's like, ah, it's got another nine seconds. Zip. And then she's just like, she didn't care. Oh, and I, I love the, the henchmen. Who were still working as they're falling to their deaths without fucking parachutes, and I checked, and they're like sitting <laughs> in all the planes while they're going down. I'm like, those are dedicated guys. I even give a <laughs> like, good job, guys. Fucking employees of the month. That was yeah. so funny. Of the month. This is the last employee of the month award, and I'm getting it. And it's going to uh, yeah yeah uh, you know henchman twenty four. Only one of them landed, and he gets hit in the face with a shield, blows off the tail like wig. How the hell did that happen? And then and then Milena goes, "We have to go back." It's like you can't fly. You have no <laughs> tail. How, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, and then you know what? They cut, and then we see them later, and they're fine. They yeah. made it. Yeah. Oh, don't you love and it and, and, and uh, Black Widow literally just falls to the ground. 
from the spaceship and yes. he's fine. And she's fine because she used her fucking knife to slow down on on, on, on a bit of falling debris for on, a couple of seconds. Falling debris, and then she deployed her shoot like ten feet above the fucking well, ground. It, actually, it was Taskmaster. It was Taskmaster's shoot. Yes, yeah. and she grabbed it, but then got knocked off from her. So Black Widow's dead. She's dead, and 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 her big final battle was nothing. She she didn't she fought Black Widows she didn't want to fight because they were subjugated and she fought the Taskmaster who she didn't want to fight. Is this a running fucking theme we're getting? Yeah, now? It, no, it, it is. It is. It's it's um they're trying to prevent the 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 violence fights. They're trying to prevent the 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 victory by violence. Um, you gotta you gotta do better, Gary. You gotta do better, as uh, as Black Falcon says. Because um, you know Jackson he fight. wouldn't fight. He wouldn't fight. He wouldn't fight Freckle Jesus. It, it had to be um, the the you know it had to be stupid Carter cunt who came along and shot her. I actually recently rewatched that scene. It is so awkwardly edited. I don't know if you guys remember. <sighs> you hear the gun shot, and then she like buckles over a little bit, and then you see Sharon. She shoots two more times, and then Freckle falls over. There's no blood. There's no wounds. It's it's just like really clunky as fuck, and, and and it makes me wonder if they're like, did they did they design this ending while they were filming it? They were like, how do we do this? Maybe Falcon originally did shoot her out of like frustration uh -huh. or something, and then they were like, nah, let's have the evil Sharon Carter power broker do it, do the right thing, because for some reason, modern um, just, let's just say Lucasfilm, Disney, and all of them, they've like mix and matched morality, and we end up getting villains doing things that we're like, oh, yeah, you know, I. Yeah, I think that was a good choice. Then we get heroes doing stuff. And we're like, what the hell is happening? Exactly. I'll take it one further. I, it, it almost feels like the Taskmaster was supposed to be a guy in the in Black Widow, and they changed their mind like halfway through the movie. They're like, nah, let's make her a girl. Well, um, you know the um, the arms dealer. Apparently, he was meant to be Taskmaster. He, really? He, yeah, he was. Uh, he was auditioned on the basis of that he would be playing uh, the villain or a villain because there's multiple villains uh, including the whole fucking family uh, of uh, of Black Widow and then a decision was made apparently a decision was made to subvert the expectations and turn Taskmaster into Taskmistress. Well, and th there might be some truth to that because why would Kevin Feige come out and say we want to subvert your expectations? I mean that's like calling your shot and especially yeah, when yeah do it when you met everyone's expectations like to the fucking t like nobody was surprised at all uh natasha still dies in endgame uh her family is horrific and they get back together and they're meaningless uh because they're they're not going to be a big family anymore uh yelena is um yeah she's yeah everybody's gushing over florence pew um don't know why no, I don't know why. You know, I will say as well, um, it, it's not in any way saying that um, she's in any way overweight, but um, I don't get she's like a thick. physique of a girl like that is going to be the world's greatest assassin. Sometimes just you sort of look at them and you're like, hmm, because they're um, they're apparently battling. Can't you remember? She's like, oh, you know what? The the Thor doesn't need an ibuprofen after a fight. I'm like, what you go through is a little more than what we like. You know, if if we fucking hit our hand on a closet door or something, we're like, oh, uh -huh. might need a painkiller. Meanwhile, she's like falling through the sky and battling, getting shot at and slamming into the the amount of 
damage those two takes insane. Do you remember when they slam the motorcycle up to a wall and both fall over the edge onto a, the main road and then immediately get up and go, give me a car with a gun? This <laughs> is like, whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and she, like, I don't know. I just, uh, this is no offense to the actress. I just don't get it. I, I don't look at her and think, like, oh, yeah, world-class assassin. She looks very just average person you see on the street sort of thing. I'm more um, concerned with the personality. I just don't. I just didn't see the charisma. I didn't see the personality. I didn't see... No. She had a couple of funny lines, well, but that's... She's it's not easy to have throwaway comedy lines. She's I don't know the, if you guys caught it, but for reference, she's the top dog Black Widow. She's in charge of all of them. That's her role before she gets uh, mind-wiped. Like she's supposed yep. to be the best Black Widow. Yep. It just doesn't... They just breeze past it so quick. And and you, you don't get the idea, for one. Yeah, Natasha is the best of the best. She's extraordinary. Yelena was supposed to be equal to her. Uh, but no, you don't... For one, the actress doesn't look like she worked out for the role. Okay, she looks like she just went to the fucking mall. And that's... Uh, I've said the same for female actresses. Don't have, don't have to work out as hard as male actors do for their superhero roles. And it just doesn't, it's, it's getting more meaningless. You know, if uh, there, there are, they need to start casting you know, uh, Katie Sackoff. Katie Sackoff like worked out for her Starbuck role. She looked athletic. That's what you need. Uh, is it too much to ask? I mean, you know, Hemsworth has to do it. They have to all take their steroids. Well, yeah, you know, Paul Rudd and Chris Pratt were both comedic backgrounds and they both worked hard to get their roles ready. And they both have scenes where women look at them without their shirts and go, ooh. They oh, objectify right. them more. They objectify them. True um, death. Even what? Taika Waititi in Ragnarok said to said to Hemsworth, "Get your shirt off, dude." Yep. Got um, to do it for the trailer. For the trailer. Ryan sniffs ladies' skid marks for five pounds. <laughs> Great five-minute conversation of Babylon Five, guys. I know you haven't had it yet, but we all know how long you'll spend talking about it. Uh, I don't know if we'll even get to it today. Wow, the bitterness of that. <laughs> of that. Like, we'll talk about, like, we're going to do a whole thing on Babylon 5. That's the whole point. We're going to do an entire show on Babylon 5. Mm. But we have to finish it. Yeah. So is that okay to go through five seasons and another season and some fucking one-offs is okay? When we've got to run a fucking challenge, is okay? I actually pushed yeah. off, I blew off videos to watch Babylon 5. Uh, it was very hard. It was very difficult. Uh, no, I'm loving it, but we're going to, uh, guys, we're going to dedicate an entire show to it in the future. Promise. And I don't, we don't want to burn ourselves out just like, you know, watching 20 episodes back to back and just being burnt out that you need to, 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 you know, take some time away from just doing it. Just, just, it's going to happen. Yeah, so we'll get someone, it happen. We'll get there. We'll get someone there. mentioned um, Gal Gadot worked out for Wonder Woman. And I was going to say, she has more of an excuse because she's born of, you know, Amazon or whatever. What I'm saying is, like, there's a, there's a, a fantasy it element, counts. meaning that even though she might look like a model, she can punch like a like a car. Meanwhile, um, Florence Pugh is playing a human character who has been through years and years of constant training. And like, I just, I don't know. I just think it's worthwhile to look like that might have been the case. And even with those years and years of concentrating, her entire power set would be based on um, subtlety. Okay, yeah. she's not. She's not a brute, blunt object. They had her take out a guy like uh, two feet taller than her. Uh, Crowder did a routine uh, a few years ago where he had uh, he had a quarter uh, black Garrett replaced a guy named not Gay Jared was this really skinny guy so crowder 
like uh, just had him. He's like, kick me as hard as you fucking can in the in the gut. And, and then he tried this really skinny guy and it didn't even move Crowder like like a little bit like this. You know, when you have 100 pounds on somebody, that's like getting hit by a brick wall. Now, of course, it's a superhero movie. We understand yeah, yeah. certain X, but you still, you know, th there is a fighting style that can work uh, that that's just as good that but they don't care about this. And that's where that's what we're talking about is Marvel has lost what made it good what made it important. It used to stick to comic book lore. It used to respect it. It used to have a little bit of verisimilitude. Not much. Come on, it's a comic book movie. But like they made you believe stuff. Now they don't even care. All that shit's thrown out the window because they know you will eat up everything. And it's the same bullshit that Star Wars pulled on you and Game of Thrones pulled on you. And in two or three years, I'm, I promise you, we've gone through this recently. In two or three years, a lot of you who are liking this stuff are going to come back going, yeah, it suck. Yeah, if they can remember what even happened, they'll be like, yeah. "Loki yeah. was that the one they did time trap?" No, well, yes, time. It was time travel. Oh, that was yeah. the Doctor Whoey one, wasn't it? Was that yeah. the Doctor Whoey one? Uh, Taskmaster does stunts as a man, but does dialogue as a woman. Does that make him gender fluid? As Oscar Dwyer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Megatron Prime for ten dollars says, "Hey, I love you guys. Love your guys' content. I hate the Harley Quinn show." They cut the balls off the Joker. Batman's most powerful, iconic, and dangerous villain for feminism. Same with Harley's modern comics. Yeah, uh, I hate Harley Quinn now. I can't stand her. Yeah, DC have made tired. me... And I loved yeah. her. I absolutely loved the character until about... Well, I think just before Suicide Squad movie came out. Um, and then it all went downhill after that because of just what they tried to... To do with Harley Quinn. By the way, if you didn't know, um, what's her name? Who plays Harley Quinn? Has, uh, has said she's uh, she's done for a while. She's that's it. She's done for a while playing. Harley and Quinn. why was that? Burnout. She I said she was. She said she said she made um, the Harley Birds of Prey and, and Suicide Squad back to back, and and she said it's exhausting playing this character because she's so. It's so hard. Well, she said uh, DC didn't have a plan, didn't have a clear plan. Oh yeah, so. yeah, they got nothing. Yeah, they got nothing Literally. for her going forward. Yeah, nobody <laughs> has a plan these days. Plans what? are like evil now. Remember, yeah, the yeah, Black yeah. script was Plans. made in eleven days. The planning for the script was probably done in zero days. Like exactly. this, just there's well, no. You, you do realize plans and being on time are white supremacy. Oh, I heard, I heard objectivity is white supremacist. So. Uh, Oh, by the way, the tagline for Taskmaster on um, Sideshow Collectibles is his call sign is Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. No. Yelena Belova. Yeah. Do those, that's that's the, probably what it was originally, that he was just the top dog of the Black Widows. He was like the harsh trainer. He would get them all into shape. He wouldn't accept any weakness, that sort of thing. It's probably just a straight-up normal bad that's guy. That's a man taken away from a woman. Have you guys seen the trailer for What If? Uh, or oh, as you call it, White Man Bad, the cartoon for 2% trite for $5. What If is a great story, is a great comic book series, and I can't even remember one where they race and gender swap. Well, no, I think they gender swap one character. But it's always, it's always like, what if, uh, you know, 
fucking Tony Stark was Thanos or some bullshit like that. That that's what they did. No, the what if now is what if Captain America had boobs and what if Peter Quill was black and it's just uh, yeah. I saw. Well, the I mean that's that's essentially what this one is, and it's what if Agent Carter was completely flat chested and had the the uh, shield. That's one. Of, it looks horrific. I, was really I don't. I don't, I don't think I can watch that. I don't. I don't think I can do it. Before the thing lands next to Tony, Killmonger blocks it or something. And I was like, "What the? Fuck? Yeah, just yeah." Killmonger just turns up in the middle of the Iranian uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, are they doing? Is that supposed to be Killmonger becomes uh, Iron Man? Like, what the fuck's happening? Maybe. Um, it's look. He's black. Shut up. <laughs> it was just so that's, lost. That's, that's like, what it is more. A villain? Like, what the fuck's happening? I love how Killmonger still has his hair in the military on an op. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Killmonger frustrated the hell of me because that, that's just another example of like, those people were like, he's such a fantastic villain. He's so interesting, so well motivated and stuff. I was like, he he literally says, I'm going to kill children. It's like, we're doing yeah. it. We're killing the children. But I was just like, how do you. <laughs> he was so smaller. He was every villain has to be victimized. So Whoa. the greater, the greater villain is the system in Marvel now. The system that's not Marvel even villain, Gary. Look at Wanda. She's a villain. <laughs> just everyone. She's a hero, but she's a yeah. fucking villain who got no comeuppance whatsoever. In actual fact, she got fucking validated on her way out the door. Oh they just don't understand what you gave up. Um, by the way, the Uber Geek for $2, I'm going to have to put this at the beginning of all of my live streams. The Orc Commander from Return of the King, light as usual. <laughs> uh, Roger H., thanks for the thumbs up. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, that's, on a, uh, as, that's on a loop in every one of my fucking videos. You'll, they'll never know what you sacrifice for them. <laughs> I just want to scream every time I hear that. Um, it is the, it is the stupidest line in, in, in hero history. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> it is. And, and like, this is the same place that brought us, like, I could do this all day. I am Iron Man and, and all, yep. those, all those fucking money shots that we love. And now it's Loki getting kicked in the fucking balls. And that's... <sighs> I'm telling Sylvie she's amazing. If you well, go... Even I though you've go. done nothing and we've just met each other, and even though you've shown nothing but disdain for me... Uh, I just want to say you're amazing because we're both bisexual. My my, I've been married to Miss to to Mrs. Nerdrotic for 18 years, and if she sat down next to me and go and went, "You're amazing," I'd be all, "What the? Fuck what do you want? What do you want from me? How much does it cost? Yep." I, Jesus well, Christ! You know what? When uh, when Owen Wilson got got booped, right? I I had there was there was a tiny little spark in my heart of oh there he goes I guess you know uh, yeah, I think I think yeah. um, and then they cut, to, they cut to Loki going <gasps> I was like what the fuck <laughs> well because Loki said he's he's his frenzies the scene before or whatever Not friends he just got done talking I know him. I know but he just went instead of being from a what about being from a friend. Fucking what? He was so 36 hours away from killing half of New York, including men, women, children, the entire Earth. And in the last episode, when they hugged before he went back in the fucking hoofa doofa wall, 
He turns to he turns to fucking Sylvie woman and goes, "You're my favorite Loki, though." And I'm just like, "Oh, you gotta you gotta gotta cook him on his way out of a fucking hug as well." Yeah, she's my favorite. You're my favorite, though. Uh, Fuck off, mate! I hope we get fucking squidaggled back into the smoke monster's penis. (laughs) Uh, Joss Whedon choosing to write one joke in Avengers has cost Loki the whole show as well, where he says um, he has Black Widow say he killed 80 people in two days and then uh, Thor goes, he's adopted. <laughs> like, it's a, to, to move him away from being like he's Asgardian, he's adopted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, that was clearly made to be a little bit lighthearted because we all already know that Loki is killing people willy-nilly, but when you confirm 80 lives were taken... You can't coexist with a Loki who's like, oh no, we must protect the people. Oh no, I'm off to them. But Silver doesn't make any sense herself. Because she escaped as soon as she got captured and has basically just done fuck all for 29 years. Yeah, I guess And then 29 um, years later, it's just like, right, now I'm going to start killing some time cops. Well, I'll tell you what she was doing. She was teaching herself magic, idiot. Uh, well, no, she'd already done that at six, at the age of six. So, you know. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah, the yep. age of six. She taught herself magic Fucking at the age of six. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You got the baller on that one. Yeah. That's um, so much worse. <laughs> yes. At the age of six, I taught myself magic. She taught herself magic oh. before she learned how to flick her bean. Well, yeah. you know what? Is, is that worse? Or is it worse that she teaches Loki in five seconds? Teaches him what? How to be a cuck? How to do the the spell. She teaches him in episode five. And only if they did that sooner, they might have been able to save Richard E. Grant's fucking Loki. I didn't didn't think she was telling him how to do the spell. I just thought she was channeling it through him because he's so fucking incompetent. Doesn't doesn't she say something like, you just gotta believe or some bullshit? Yeah, she did. She says, you can do it too because you're me, except for my fallopian. (laughs) My year. Yeah, I thought she taught herself the bullshit <laughs> after she was captured. Not when she was fucking six. No. <laughs> that is fu- it's it's retarded, man. It is. Apparently, apparently she's a, she's Loki's one thousand five hundred years old. So for her to get to her state, she must be around about a thousand years old. Apparently, according to chat. Yeah, she's just been so she's just been fuck all for a thousand years, and she's not like psychotic. She's pretty well adjusted for bouncing around apocalypses, watching worlds die over and over again. Well, yeah, because everywhere she goes, people probably just say, you're amazing. You're amazing. So they don't want to tell you you're amazing. Yeah, every hey, fucking day of my life. Here comes another compliment for Winter Soldier. As you ready? <laughs> okay, here we go. So telling us that this is a man who spent his whole life being like frozen, unfrozen, sent on missions to kill people he doesn't want to kill. When you break him out of it, he's like... He's just losing his shit. He's like looking everywhere. He's sweating. He doesn't know what's going on. He's struggling to even trust anybody. If you remember, like in Civil War, they lock him in a vice. And the first thing he says is, did I hurt anyone? Because he already knows mm-hmm. he has. Yeah. Great stuff. Then you, yeah. you transpose that to what we were just talking about. And then also Florence Pugh waking up from her nightmare world of blood. That she's just like, right then, off I go. I'll stab this chip out of my leg and then we'll get on with talking to Natasha. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> What was she even doing? She's just been one of her best mates in the whole fucking world. And she's just like, here, let me get this fucking bottle of fucking liquid jizz. And I'm just going to stab this out. 
Deuces! She, she sent all the violence to Natasha. Do you remember what she says when she no first tears, sees Natasha? No tears, no fucking... Oh, God, I fucking killed you! Oh, God, I... It's all right. This, this by the it's way... Right, you my it, guts out. This is why the first act is not good as, all right? You ready? So, yeah, okay. she knows all this shit. She decides to send all of the vials to Natasha. And what does she say yeah. when she first meets her? Oh, I'm not even sure I can trust you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You sent her all the fucking vials. <laughs> I... I, I I'll say when I was watching it at the time, I was not like, I'm not going to praise the first act. I just wasn't, I didn't think it was that dumb until I started watching it again and I had to change fucking everything. So, because the entire movie sucks. Like the entire movie sucks from beginning to end. I don't want to watch it again, though. <laughs> no. At, when I first saw it, I'm like, the first act wasn't, I was in agreement. I'm like, the first act wasn't that bad, you know? And then I went back and watched it again. I'm like, no, no, I'm fucking like lowered expectations. <laughs> I just Wait. watched Iron Man. It's fucking bad. She's phenomenally stupid. She sends her the vials with no instructions. And she said she was expecting to see Captain America take out the Red Room. And it's like, how would he get the location for the Red Room off the vials? And even if he did, it constantly moves, is what she says. And then everyone who goes in and out gets their mind, they, they're sedated. So, how exactly are the events? I want to be sedated. <laughs> and, and then it's like, wait, why didn't you just send one vial, care of Tony Stark, with a little note saying, this is used to mind control people by a guy called Drakov. Uh, you can find out from analyzing it. Please reproduce it and save the crazy world assassins that are all around the world. Thanks. <laughs> She's like, I thought you would send it to Tony. It's like, you said you watched the news. She's literally on the run, you fucking moron. Like, what have you been doing with your life? Well, yeah, I can understand, yeah, I can understand why she can't get it to Cap because Cap's on the run. So we don't Tony. know where Cap is. She's, but Tony. She names that's Tony. A different, she says we, that's a different to get kettle of fish. Yeah, that is a different kettle of fish. Well, I'm not exactly talking to Tony, but I mean, oh, so we'll just let the red room go on and all the. Because I'm not talking to somebody. Oh, yeah. Again, and that's another that's knock such a woman Natasha. thing to do. It is. <laughs> knock against Natasha's basic intelligence. She's like, wait, the red room's still going, but we killed Drake. Even if I'm falling out with Gary, I'd still be like, Gary, it's as uh, look, mate. Uh, I've got this file which can help you take out the uh, red room. All right, I'm going to send it through to you. Uh, do what you want with it, mate. Okay, cheers, trap. I still yeah. even do that. Yep. I am. I'm not speaking to him like this. Will save I'm you. Speaking to Gary because we're having a test. Speaking to him right now. Remember, she she thinks the red room was destroyed originally because she killed Drakov. That's it. That's her reasoning. The red room is gone. You know, the Death Star's gone. I killed the Emperor. It's like <laughs> no, it's still fucking there. No one's ever really gone more. You know, well, you know what? Kill a Death Star and the Emperor, and you get a, a thousand times that amount it's like a hydra but cranked to a thousand <laughs> you don't want to be doing it wait for episode with a thousand heads now in episode 12 they're gonna have a galaxy star where it's just this thing that fires planets <laughs> it's it's just a, it's a unicron <laughs> <laughs> they'll do jj abrams has anything to do with it, it yes there'll be a galaxy the, the huge realization the epic fucking ending to the first part is they all look down and they're like, you're standing on the Death Star. Whatever oh planet you're my. on, you're yeah. on the Death Star. <laughs> and then you zoom out and you see like the galaxy and then the, the big red eye just open up. Yeah. Oh my God. And the Emperor's back again. <laughs> he's back again. He's like, you got you killed me last time. Do it. You failed to kill me. 
I am all of the everyone. <laughs> I am even Ray now as well. <laughs> Jedi. Uh, thank you guys for what you do. I hope uh, Gary moves as smoothly as possible. I hope my all my moves are as you are uh, still looking to uh, to move. Uh, as are you still looking to move to house your house your doll family? <laughs> absolutely crushing it. If the long man is here, hey, and he's here. Hey, he is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still keeping an eye open. Um, I might. <laughs> The other week, I might have got a little bit above my station, and instead of looking for uh, affordable properties for me, uh, I just decided to look uh, about what was in the area that cost around three million uh, pounds, which oh was great because it was fun. It was just fun. It was just fun to do. It's just like, how does the other half? What can I get for three million pounds in this in this region? And uh, there was a oh my god, there was an inc there was an incredible house. There was another one where I was just like, "This, you are not worth two point eight million. Get the fuck out of here!" But there was one which was like a modern build, and it had like solar panel like farm next to it, which was powering it, and it, uh, like an inbuilt swimming pool and theater and gym, and had all of these brilliant, you know, lovely, lovely things. It was all very modern. The kitchen was the size of my three of my houses. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, so if anyone's got three mil that they could loan me, um, I can pay you back at ten pounds a month. The bank might. That's pretty generous, actually. Ten pounds a month. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. Three million yeah. pounds. That's like real money. That's uh, about a uh, four and a half uh, million dollars. Tim Pool can probably afford that nowadays, can he? Death, murder, murder, death, end of the world, death, murder, murder, end of the world, end of the world, end of the world. Civil War. <laughs> Civil I like War. that movie. It's a good movie. What do you mean? What? It's a good movie. I like Civil War. Not as good as Captain America and Winter Soldier. But Winter Soldier is the best Captain America movie. But I like, so, I like Civil War. Um, a lot of comic fans, and I, I count myself as one of them, don't. There's parts we don't <laughs> like because of what could have been. And that's stuff, that's stuff you don't have to worry about, Mahler. It just. It. it Fuck it, Civil War started with um, a character called Speedball is fighting a bad guy named Nitro, and uh, he's part of a super team that's filming a reality show. So it's basically they're kind of fucking around, and Nitro and Speedball's powers are just not compatible, and when they fought each other, it's, it was like a nuclear fucking bomb Wee. going. It kills a bunch oh, of... Oh, so in, uh, what year was this? This was Civil War. This is how Civil War yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. What year did Civil War... 2005 so the new warriors okay. so, so they nobody, stole from kingdom come then <laughs> so nobody nobody saw this coming like it, because it was in like this little side story of the new warriors and yeah and nitro and fucking speedball blow blow up a school full of kids so they bring in the accords tony takes one side steve rogers takes the other um spider-man's involved the fantastic four reed richards sends hulk off planet like, he is too dangerous. He will flip any other side, so he tricks his fucking ass off planet. And this leads to Hulk, World War Hulk and Planet Hulk. But, yeah, he gets him on a spaceship and goes, sorry, Bruce, I had to do this to you. And I'm sending you a planet where you'll be safe and peaceful, but you can never come back. And uh, all kinds of fucked up things happen. Uh, Wolverine walks the Earth looking for um, Speedball, because after Speedball kills all the kids, he turns into a hero called Penance. 
where his it's basically a BDS a BDSM fucking costume that's got spikes on the inside because he just wants to punish himself because he just fucking hates himself, but he's too much of a coward to kill himself. Nitro's obviously dead. And like that's what could have been. It was it's fucking amazing. And and Spider-Man gets betrayed by Tony Stark because uh Spider-Man finds out Tony Stark put a kill switch in the iron costume that he gave him. Uh and it ends with Captain America dying, getting killed. Getting killed by Agent Carter, who's uh you know controlled, her mind controlled. Uh, by uh, yeah, by a, the by the Red Skull in another body. It's fucking great shit that we we could have had. See, well, the source was always yeah, better. Thing out of the thousand stories they could have told in the MCU, we've done like seven. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I'm slightly confused though, Gary, because I'm wondering where does Freckle Jesus come into this? Much later, Freckle Jesus. Uh, hmm. Actually, um, she uh, she uh, ass rapes Thanos. Thanos. Uh, she pegs him, and after she pegs him, uh, she uh, she pegs him with Galactus's dick that she ripped wow. off. Wow! Yeah, nice. big dick. The nice. Galactus got big dick. Yeah, and uh, that's that's since she controls the Marvel universe now. So, Freckle Jesus. Was that a little? Sorry. I, I, I love I love that fucking Disney hired the same person to play Infus Nest to be the fucking flag smasher and fucking Falcon and winter soldier. And then Falcon just basically sucks her dick. The entire fucking, it's like, you don't understand. It's her motivation. doesn't matter if she kills people. It's for the right reasons. She's stealing. Yeah. That wasn't hers in the first place, but she wants killing to those innocents for the right reasons. Yeah. Oh dude. When he's like, you guys haven't even thought why this girl is trying to destroy you. It's like, yeah, there are, there are, there are a thousand reasons that people just kill each other every day. Like the idea that we got to understand this one particularly, the one that's been burning our people to death. Like, fuck it. No, fuck off. You wonder why people don't like Black Falcon. Oh, it's such a fucking shame. Well, that's the thing. If ever I do coverage of it, I, I intend to basically call Walker Captain America from now on. <laughs> it's like that's, he's the one who earned the title when he threw away the shield in order to save people's lives. Yeah, Texas Ranger. That was, that was such a America. that was such an earning the mantle moment. I don't even know if they knew that when they made it, and they no. and they cucked him on that as well. <laughs> the woke storytellers, for for one, they're so inexperienced. Um, what the, so they're deliberately going against the grain. I mean, superhero stories are the hero's journey over and over and over again. Men, women, doesn't matter. It's the hero's journey. And they're deliberately when they go in to write their scripts. For one, there's no sh there's no showrunner for Marvel shows. There's a head writer, but there isn't a writer's room. So the first thing they do is we are not going to do the hero's journey. We have to find ways around it. Instead of going, I've got this great story idea. Let's work with this. No, they come in with agenda first. We need to show this thing. And uh, again, the, these movies are pre-made. I guarantee you that ending sequence for fucking Black Widow was conceived before they had a story. Yeah, probably. What you mean, uh, the post credit scene? No, the ending scene where they're all falling in the giant fucking airship that was conceived before they had a story. Oh, dude, they, they probably just wrote uh, act three generic fucking shit, generic explosion y shit. At Do you guys remember when Black Widow gets blown out of the facility, jumps back in, falls through the floor, and ends up at Taskmaster's cell? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and then lets her out to fight her later. I'm well, but she's just like, I'm gonna let you out, and you can fight me, or you can believe in the power of the heart of the cards, 
and not fight me. But all I know is love's going to save the day. She said some fucking shit like that. And I was just she like, did. what? She did. And saying? not thinking about, like, you're letting out a murderer who's going to murder a lot of fucking people. But she's a woman! Literal mind control stuff that makes pigs stop breathing. Like, why have you decided I can reason her into? <laughs> I could do she's, it. She's because she's a, but she's only doing it for her fucking selfish reasons. Because she believes that she was she blew her up as a fucking kid, so she just wants a second chance to save her because she killed her first time. Well, here comes another compliment uh, for uh, fucking selfish. For Winter Soldier, when when he first sees Bucky, he says Bucky, and then Bucky goes, like, who or what? Like, who's Bucky? Who's Bucky? Like, yeah. So that's enough already to know that you got him thinking about it. The fact that he even responded. There's never a moment like that. All of Black Widow, they are automatons. They are mind-controlled to the point where you cannot <sighs> even speak to them. But for some reason, Black Widow's like, I'm going to release you, and you're, you're going to be chill, okay? You knock it. Oh, you're getting close. All right, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Just chill out. Like we could be friends. Oh, you're getting your soul. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we? Please just listen, okay? You've been mind controlled and you cannot make any choices. <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> so, this is what I mean. Like, Natasha seems like she's dull as a brick in this film. I don't know what she's doing. She's mute. Uh, she plays like she's she's stupid. She's playing this shy character that she isn't. And she doesn't like. You can barely she like barely raises her voice in the entire fucking movie. Um, watching it a second time, I don't know if how, you've you've watched it once, Mahler. Oh, Black Widow, uh, twice. Okay, Jeez. I've watched it like one. I mean, I can't say I've watched it twice. There's like scenes, like action scenes, I just fucking blew through. I didn't care. Um, but uh, yeah, the only scenes that kind of work, the only thing things that, as long as you don't see them as connected to anything, I'm saying in um, in isolation when they're sitting down and talking to each other, that's it's, you could tell the director's way more comfortable with this shit. Like when they're just doing the little banter stuff and the dinner table stuff, it's meaningless bullshit. And it's a t complete fucking waste of time because this family uh, doesn't stay together. They Natasha dies at the end. Oh, she got to get to with her fucking fake ass family that she was with for three fucking years for like a minute. Uh, when the Avengers are clearly a better family, you know, uh, they are her family. that's the yeah. whole point. They fucked it up. They gave her uh, the, the Avengers family, your fake undercover, but totally real family and a bloodline family. She is told that only the mother in her birth family is dead. Wouldn't you go and find out where they are? You'd be like, who knows it? Well, she's told. <laughs> yeah, she's but when the woman's told, dead, who cares? She's literally told they didn't give up on her. They tried to get her back, and then one of the, the mum was killed. So that tells me I'd be like, oh shit, that might be my dad might be out there, like looking for uh, me. Do I have any brothers, sisters? Exactly. She doesn't give a fuck because you know Natasha Romanov of the MCU. She's never really been associated with family. I don't think she's ever really cared about like family stuff. That's never really been what she's about. So I can understand why she wouldn't care about that. Belonging. She she needs somewhere to belong. Never given a fuck about any of that. So introducing this whole other family she could be a part of and another family she could be a part of. That's not fucking. Do you like the line at the end? She's like, I had two families the whole time. I was sitting there, I was like, you have three, three families. Pay yep. attention. <laughs> But then oh Kevin Feige said, uh, nice. Kevin Feige said afterwards that uh, the reason why they didn't put a big cameo at the end was because she didn't need the boys. Right. 
So yeah, did. your your whole story arc about family and reconnecting with family, and then you're just like, well, we could have a reconnecting with family at the end, but that's men, so let's not bother. These people are you know fucking it, retarded. Because you're making me think now. It's like, what if she went to the raft at the same time that Cap did, and then she's breaking out Hawkeye personally, and we get to see that happen? We've already been told off a lot tonight for <laughs> writing a better story than, than they did, Mona. And that could have wrapped up the whole Budapest thing up, you know, nicely, but uh, no. The, the, remember, the okay, okay, you know, not that we don't know this, but these these films are being made purely to emasculate men. Yes. They don't want men in this. They don't want strong men in this. We have uh, three main characters, well, not main characters, but we have three men in this. We have the father who's all over the place. We don't even know what his personality is. It, it seems to change scene by scene. We have uh, Ray Winston, who's just a com literally a comical villain. He's so one-dimensional and, and stupid, and he's barely in it anyway. And then we have Femi, friend zone, uh, weapons um, dealer, who's just absolutely non-threatening. And if she passed out due to drinking, she would wake up in bed, tucked up, uh, without her clothes touched at all, uh, and she would have a coffee and eggs and bake waiting for her uh, when she did that because he would be the perfect gentleman type of type of business. There is not an there is not a masculine man in this film apart from the fucking stunt double who's playing Taskmaster throughout it all, who they pretend is a woman. So you can't have people like Hawkeye in there because Hawkeye would be a masculine element. You couldn't have a cameo from Thor oh, or Iron oh. Man or somebody because that's a masculine element. So they're deliberately missing opportunities. Like they are deliberately yep. leaving money on the table. They are deliberately alienating fucking comic fans for their fucking agenda. So have they lost their mind? No, this is all based on that ESG score shit. And they think... This is what the public actually wants, and it's hard to prove them wrong when the consumers go and eat this shit up. I, I don't know what to say. They need to have fucking, well, they need to fall in their face. That's what they need to do, and they will eventually. Hence, hence our existence telling people, don't eat this shit. We'll tell you exactly why you shouldn't <laughs> extensively forever. Don't worry. We'll, we'll keep because there was a discussion I saw on Twitter the other day with um, a couple of creators saying, is it worthwhile covering bad content? when it could increase the amount of eyes on it. I've always been convinced that I think we take away eyes more than we add to it. Um, I've, I've seen people on my subreddit talking about how they exclusively consume the MCU now through coverage, not through watching the MCU. Uh -huh. No, I, 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 I did. To you, Ola. It can have a reverse effect once in a while, I think. But for the most part, no, they hate us. Uh, and we're necessary. We're necessary. And, and also, you know, when we praise stuff, I, for, I don't know about you, Mahler, but I, I get the same amount of clicks when I pray something. I, I, I do. It just, it just, uh, but I, it feels like when, when Mahler or as and I, we pray something, it's fucking earned. It's earned. We're not going to agree on shit all the time. We definitely don't, and we don't need to. Uh, but it's earned. It's like, at least I like it. And I'll tell you why I like it. Uh, yeah, but it's, not, it's not like random or anything. Yeah. yeah this, well, why do we have to blow smoke up somebody's ass? This Twinkie fucking ad is better than fucking Black Widow with the blind <laughs> Twinkies. It's better, okay? 
I remember those Twinkie adverts in comics. Man. But it's like, it's, them... it's like, like people are like, like, oh, did you see that Shen Chi trailer? And he's just like, yeah, it was just a generic trailer. Oh, yeah. you're just a hater. No. Oh, Why? It? You know, what What about that trailer should have me going, ooh, the abomination? Generic. A fucking cameo of a Hulk villain in <laughs> Shen's movie. Oh, by the way, the Ten Rings has nothing to do with Shang-Chi. Nothing at all. That's a fucking Ranch villain. Yeah, you reminded me of when I was so excited to watch Iron Man fight a magic user in his third movie. I was like, oh, this could be so cool. Tech Man versus Magic Man. Oh, versus Mandarin. And then then they were like, we've cast Ben Kingsley. And I was like, ooh, he's a really good actor. Then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, dude, I am hype. I'm ready. This is going to be great. Oh, and then I watched yeah. it. <laughs> this is the magic of comic books. You can have, you can cross dra- dramas, like have superheroes battle fucking vampire hordes. You know, you yeah. can have magic versus machinery, see who wins, science or magic. You know, that's fucking awesome. Or you combine the two, like Doctor Doom. You know, like it's fucking yeah. That's why comics rule. Yeah. Uh, well, used to. <laughs> Uh, John Wayne for twenty four ninety nine. Hi y'all. I wanted to let you all know how much y'all streams help the day go by. The longer, the better. Ladies, ladies. <laughs> uh, when we're not working cows on the ranch, I listen when I'm mowing pastures and patching the fans. Nice. For twenty four ninety nine. Shit, happy buddy. Oh, whoops. <laughs> 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 Don't let me wet myself, please. The timing of that was perfect. Oh, he can't get no. through one fucking show. Not one show without fucking no. up. No. no. <laughs> I could fix it, but why? But uh, why? Probably why? why? Hail and cheers to my favorite live stream duo. Uh, what do you think will be the next casualty of bad writing after Loki and Black Widow? <laughs> what if? What if? Yeah. Chi, the Eternals, Spider Man, uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange. What? What order? Ms. Marvel, uh, uh, Iron Heart, uh, uh, Hawkeye. Well, here's a question: Guardians Three. What do you reckon? I think that's the only one that's. Going to uh, it could be. It could be. Could be okay. We'll find out when we see Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad, if it's all intersectional, then. Oh, unless they unless they go in and they say, right, Chris, uh, they've now just turned you bisexual in the comics for some reason. Uh, so we're going to have to have a lot of man love in this uh, show for you. Okay. Oh, She Hulk will be awful. You're right. Sean, the movie man. Oh, no, uh, I think just look oh, at yeah. the Marvel stuff coming out and be prepared. Thor will be following around the much smarter, more capable Jane Foster in female Thor. She Hulk oh, won't look like a dude. She won't look like, like the sexy She Hulk that we all want to watch, which would be more successful. They hired an inexperienced dipshit of a writer named Dana Schwartz. I mean, she's she's not even smart. Like she's and and she thinks she's, she's hot. um no she's a preppy girl she's she's come from money yeah she can- uh, so so she's just gone straight through the 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 Ivy League school system uh she's never wanted for anything in her life she she mummy and daddy's provided everything for her and uh yeah she uh she's got a big fucking mouth which could be fun for a woman but not her 
and uh, she can't take any criticism whatsoever because as soon as she started getting some clap back from us guys, the first thing she did was she blocked us all. Yep. And, and we were saying, come on, Dana, come on Friday night tights. I was shipping you guys so hard to Dinaz. Remember Dinaz? Dinaz, yeah, man. Uh, so Those were the days. Oh, yeah. It's going to be bad, folks. Uh, even fucking Doctor Strange, directed by Sam Raimi. It's got America fucking Chavez in it. It's like... Oh. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh. And the Marvels? Oh, Mahler. Mahler. I mean, you know what the headlines are going to be, though, Gary? What was that? You know what the headlines are going to be for Doctor Strange, then? Uh, Wanda kicked his ass. Well, no, it's going to be Doctor Strange brings queer representation into the MCU. Right. Did they pull queer people out of the multiverse? <laughs> yeah, it's just I just pulling you pulling out America Chavez. She's queer. Let's um, pull out this woman. She's a queer. America Chavez is supposed to be Miss America, right? They relabeled her, but she's a Puerto Rican uh, lesbian portal puncher that's what we called her the, the portal the lesbian portal puncher but yeah she's a latino trans-dimensional pussy puncher yeah like yeah, there you go that's what i do too uh hail gary as and Mahler. yay i can super chat from israel now and this is speed oh my god see i didn't know you couldn't super chat from israel your money's good that's why do they keep you from super chatting that oh my god. youtube is come on Israel. <laughs> Obviously, obviously, get uh, your shit together. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Uh, no, Svi is awesome. Svi is uh, the rabbi from another planet. Uh, Svi, we, we've got like the religious, you know, I, I think we need a, a what is it? Pull your socks up. We need an imam, right? What's what's it called again? What's who's the priest in uh, in Muslim? Is it an imam? Aman? I'm saying it wrong, but I don't know. So forgive me, Derek. Uh, Derek, that's it. Uh, we need Derek. Uh, from the Muslim faiths, because we've got it. We've got a rabbi. We've got a Catholic priest. I know we have a like a a, a Jesuit out there too. So uh, yeah, I'm agnostic. <laughs> I think Galactus. I'm Aquarius. You're Aquarius. I'm a Leo. <laughs> you guys worry that Galactus will be like some guy in a suit with a little symbol that looks like the helmet, and you'll just be like a guy. Yep. Yep. My name is Gavin. No, Galactus will be a female. Oh my god, you just gave him an idea. I can totally see them doing that. And then like his final form is he becomes the gas cloud from Fantastic Four 2. Oh, because clouds kid made a big fucking comeback in Loki. Uh, yeah, well, don't forget. <laughs> oh clouds no! No! No, because no, they'll have it. It's made from the same cosmic entity as the... It's the it was fucking the purple! No. Gary, another <laughs> Four ninety nine for your get to Texas fund. Thank you. Like Davy Crockett said in the farewell address to Congress, you can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. Uh, didn't he die in Texas though? Yeah, in the Alamo. <laughs> well, maybe I'll die of old age in Texas. I'm fine. Did he with get that. blown up in the um in the dynamite room <laughs> or some shit. Thanks, he didn't John. die the way that they have history saying that he died. <laughs> No, uh, you know, on the moving front, uh, things are moving way faster than we expected. As far as, uh, um, Wait, didn't you move already? Are you moving again? Uh, no, well, I'm yeah, I'm temporarily in San Diego, so I had to oh, get okay. out of San Francisco. Okay, so the way things were set up was San Francisco was uber locked down, but San Diego wasn't. So 
my mom lives down here. Uh, I take care of my mom. Uh, I rent, you know, I pay a rent and make sure she, she's very, very elderly. And my mm-hmm. dad died a long time ago. And then uh, Melissa's dad wasn't doing too well. So we moved down here while we were looking for a house so we can be near our parents because we knew they were poor health. And of course, Melissa's dad died. So we're glad we did it. So yeah, it's a double move. It's very complicated. But the the, the deal was things were so fucked up in California and San Francisco like was so locked down, we couldn't work. So we, uh, she, Melissa needed to work. So she came down here, did some free, you know, did, did her pirate hair that she was doing. And uh, we got this awesome fucking house for cheap because we're house sitting and we got the hell out of San Francisco. But uh, the house went, uh, the house is going on the market. And uh, apparently there is like only five houses on the market in San Francisco in the entire city. There's five. They don't sell a lot of houses in San Francisco. So we're going to be doing pretty good. Apparently <laughs> it won't be soon. <laughs> well, we're going to be able to ask for whatever the fuck we want, which is nice. Uh, so it should be gone pretty soon, and then I'll be gone soon. Do you think there's a chance that San Francisco will get so bad that you can actually go back in and gentrify it? Uh, region, yeah. See, well, that's reverse gentrifying. Um, yes, I do. I think San Francisco can uh, can turn into Detroit, but it's got a ton of. It's like London, dude. Do you think? Do you see London ever getting like? turning into a dystopia. No, there's too much money there. There's too much uh, power there. And there's too much money and power in San Francisco. San Francisco is like New York of the West Coast. It's got all the big tech. Uh, but but if they leave, then maybe. Maybe. But there's just too much. Uh, there's too much old elite power. Nancy Pelosi lives there. Uh, I sure hope Silicon lives. Valley don't get flooded or something. Well... California could fall into the ocean. There is a, a way it could actually happen. So there is hope. Only after I leave. Um, you only have to, yeah, you don't want to leave that when it happens. And all my family and all my friends. And there's a lot of people I like in California. There's some really nice people get here. Out, get them out, then. Oh, there's a toy shor- store I'm going to go to that I wish you could go to called Blast from the Past. It's in, ba- it's in uh, Burbank. And they sell fucking hot toys, dude. It's a store that sells hot toys. I'm, I'm surprised Robert Meyer Burnett has not told you about this place yet. Uh, uh, it probably has, actually. It sounds familiar. The name does actually sound familiar. Past, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, Junior wants to go. going to go soon. Take, uh, some, Dave, take some photos. I will. I'll, I'll, I, there's I'll, there's I'll been a, a geeky store which has opened up uh, where my brother lives. And it's a comic. It's got comics. It's got toys, and it's got a cafe. So you buy your comics, and you get a coffee. You sit down, and you read your comics. I love that. I love that idea. That's kind of what we're gonna do. We're gonna. That's what I'd like to do. We're gonna do a coffee and barbershop. A barbershop. Melissa will be in there doing uh, clipping the hair, the beard, if you want. Um, we're gonna do tournaments, vinyl, movie night. Uh, I'm gonna have a podcast studio in there. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fucking awesome. You guys can come out too. I'll fly you guys out. You can come visit me in Texas. Uh, every mass character in the MCU assume whammon says Taker six ten for two dollars. Uh, I would. You have Tony Stark's mask goes down. That everyone goes. Oh no 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 no! Put it back up. Put it back up. Uh oh. What happened to the Exozone yesterday? Gary says Dave nineteen. It happened. You miss it? Oh my uh, God! You miss it. I, 
I did it for like three hours. <laughs> I was, I, unless I imagined doing the show, which I might have done. Uh, Thunderstruck, Thundercat for $4.99. Hey, BBC, which will come out first? Picard review, Longbow Hunter review, or Winds of Winter? <laughs> Nine, none. We are none of the above. Uh, long yeah, will have a Black Widow out review first before all of it. There you go. Oh, yeah. Mine's red and. <laughs> after we've talked after we've talked i'm like i can add two more things there's two more things i can quickly add but then i just gotta the rest of it i'll save for fucking that, when that's I, must that's just long <laughs> for efab or fucking whatever or another live stream it's fine um Don't you know what they just go oh, it's not fair because the daughter grew up trans <laughs> the trans master <laughs> <laughs> Hail BBC, which oh I read that one. Uh when friends leave their phones unattended, I say vibrator repeatedly. Yes, they get advertising for sex toys later, says Kevin appeal for five dollars. <laughs> that is a great idea. Oh, I just start just like whispering right next to the phone. Gay sex, gay porn, vibrator, vibrator. Gay man sex. <laughs> see what see what pops up later. Oh, Literally. Oh my god! It's, if it's my mom's phone, I'll be all like, "What's what's the the finding a Tinder or Grinder? I should I just say both." Well, Fuck yeah, my mom. sure. Grind for your mum, oh, Grinder. Goodness gracious me! What's happened here? Oh my god! It's got a show's cock. What's he doing? Showing it on the phonesies. Uh, Hey, Gary, what about the um, the BBC losing another 700,000 license fee payers last year? Oh, no. Can the figures came out yesterday, and in t- between 2020 and 2021, 700,000. The week, year before, it was 200,000. Then it went to 700,000. Damn. Uh how much? Well, it's dying, dude. There's no way it can last. They're making old people pay for the license fee again. <laughs> they don't even watch Doctor. <laughs> I know, but I mean, they've known that for a while. But now they're doing the. They say they're going to do the knock on the door and say, "Oh, uh, you do off. know you're meant. To, I know you. You do know that you're meant to be paying your license fee again now." I'm seventy nine. We don't give a shit. We are horrible, horrible people. They are, um, and then Go they're gonna fuck yourself. What wasn't your government thinking about stamping down Netflix and Amazon, like regulating them, just so the BBC could fucking compete? Oh, not not this government. This government hate the BBC. You want Somebody, me, more people signing up? Fucking hire a writer. Might, might get there. Yeah, it's the BBC. Then I kind of like it. I wish they wouldn't lock you down so fucking much. I think that's a little ridiculous. Uh, six more days. You're fucking locked down still? Freedom Day is the 19th. That's when all the restrictions are meant to be lifted. Well, are you virtually free all are, or are you locked down? Oh, I'm locked down as well. But um, <clears throat> I mean, I've decided early on I'll just spend all of it working. And so as soon as they lift me out, I'll start going places a lot to make up for it. But then again, you keep looking at the news you're like, oh, another month. Oh, another month. Oh, they're trying hard to extend this one as well, but Boris is like, no, 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 no. Well, they're going to extend it for so long, and the public are going to get very upset, and they won't be voting for you if you keep doing this. 
Well, they got a doctor on TV, didn't they? Uh, was it Dr. Hillary? And he was just like, um, there should be a, a mandatory mask mandate everywhere. And then he was pictured a couple of days before at Wimbledon <laughs> with no mask on. They always are those motherfuckers. Just a bunch of hypocrites. They're all a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Well, he didn't mean himself. Yeah, he I meant... didn't mean me. I meant you, the plebs. I meant you, the plebeians. That's what I meant. Imagine they mandated that we don't wear masks. Uh, well, I ain't wearing one, so... Imagine they mandated that we start breathing all over each other. Just to make sure we get that. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm going to start breathing over some people soon. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. You can't do that. Don't do it on television. I'm going to breathe all over you. Uh, hey. Think of the children. Hot dog, ass. We got a hot dog. What? Zwag. Lost for words for $1.49. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Brandon Jones for twenty dollars. Everyone from Friday Night Tights and their personal uh, personal takes have inspired me to create videos again after my hiatus. Well, welcome back, Brandon. Uh, I don't feel alone in hating these woke era pop culture, uh, the woke era of pop culture. Thanks, pops. You're welcome, Brandon Jones. Uh, we love to be inspiring. That's the, the you know don't don't be jelly, don't be jelly, don't get envious. Uh, don't, you know, worry about what people, other people have. Just go like, I can try this. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I tried. That's exactly how, how I went into it. And I was having fun. I never expected to succeed. Not right. And I went years with nobody listening to me and I didn't care. Well, religiously me and, uh, this guy named Dennis did a podcast twice a month, right? Uh, where we just went down the news. I posted it on iTunes, no promotion whatsoever. Uh, some people from the Comic Outpost listened. Uh, that was it. Uh, and um, then one day I started uh, backing it up on YouTube. And then we're like, hey, it's easier to record podcasts on this live stream thing. And then like three weeks later, some guy emailed me and goes, you know, I've been watching your fucking live stream for three weeks. You know, there's a chat. I've been trying to get a hold of you. I'm like, this <laughs> I can't believe that happened. You didn't even know there was a chat. I, I believe you as well. Um, and, Those were my uh, first decisions when I made EFAB. I was like, chat's going on screen. You fuckers are a part of this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, that was that. I, I, you inspired me to do it too. See? I mean, I could call uh, it ripping off or paying homage, but I, I call it inspired. You inspired me. Inspiration. You inspired me to call my channel Nerd Rodic. <laughs> yes. Even you before. One Division's got 23 Emmy nominations. Of course it has. 23. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you, you dude, I, I, I'm wondering why you're confused. 23? This is, this is the market that they're appealing to. They're appealing. These are the people that are, they're appealing I to. I didn't even know there was that many categories. <laughs> Jesus. There isn't. They, I think they made up some. I think there's they some. some. The best one division episode Thursday. goes to. It wasn't on Thursday. The greatest. Oh, the Winter Soldier? What? The this greatest display of slavery, the greatest display of torture, WandaVision. <laughs> uh, this year's Do Better Award goes to WandaVision. Oh my God. Yeah. Anthony Mackie's like, Do Better. Uh, hail Gary Asmaller. Hi, Rags. Pass it on. Asmaller. Halfway through treatment and couldn't think of a better way to celebrate than with my fellow nerds and favorite content creators. Thanks for helping me 
helping my work days fly by. Blessing, Sarah B. You take care of yourself. Yeah. Keep going, Sarah. You're halfway through. You're halfway there, Sarah. Uh, we got you. Uh, and we're it's like it's our pleasure. Like if we if any good comes out of this, that's um it's awfully weird and it's great. And it's great. Uh, because we are just bullshitting. Uh Taker 610. Uh as Gary, uh, would it be fair to say things you like about Snyder Cut aren't necessarily what Marler dislikes about it? Loved your rage bit, Marler. Um <laughs> I loved no, it. I loved the Snyder Cut. I thought it was great. I'll explain I explained why. It. It's not rational. Uh, I'm a comic book fan, and it and uh, it wasn't woke. So I probably liked it because it wasn't fucking woke. I I like. I mean, I like the stuff that Mola didn't like. Uh, you know, I liked the extended uh, scenes that that could be shortened down to to ten seconds, but they were thirty seconds. I like the musical interludes. I like the use of music. I like the um I love the Amazon bit. I thought the Amazon bit on Themyscira was fucking epic, man. The best Amazon uh, it did. And it gave me chills when she just went, Amazon, show me your fear. And they just all screamed, We have no fear. I was just like, Fuck! Hey, That's right, how right. you fucking yeah. show off some badassery, right there. Genuine question, okay? Because I know that yeah. there's gonna be plot holes that I think you guys would be like, oh, it's fine, which which sure. I, I totally understand, but there are some things that I don't get that you guys would possibly give a pass to, stuff like okay. there are military men trying to rescue the Flash from Superman, and then Superman tries to kill them. Uh, Yeah, but Superman's not in his own mind, but he's not in his right mind. He has no context. He doesn't remember what's been happening. His core values should be there. And his core value right now is I'm going to kill the military men trying to stop me from executing the Flash because they're annoying. I think, I think it goes a bit more primal. I think he's 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 essentially like a hard reset and he's being attacked and he's just kind of tapping into his... Kryptonian. Uh, that's the way yeah, I... He, he's, he's basically assholes. Mm. Kryptonian. I, don't think, I just don't think that's Superman. And I think they fucked him over when they made him uh, decide I'm just going to kill everybody who's in my way. It's um, fine. Mm, yeah, I, I see. Okay, so the Snyder Cut to me is Elseworlds, straight up Elseworlds. So this isn't Superman. That isn't Batman. Uh, no, it's it's leaning Batman. into um, it's leaning yeah. into uh, um, injustice. Basically, yeah. that's what it's trying to do. So, you know, I think we've got to see these little bits of uh, flaky Superman because ultimately, when Lois dies, that's what's going to be the trigger point yeah. to turn him bad. I get in uh, the fights with the Snyder Cut fans over Man of Steel. It's like, I, I like uh, Henry Cavill. I own the movie. That's not fucking Superman. Not for a fucking second. Not for one nanosecond. Is I'm, that I'm right man? with you on that one. I think um, Tyler Hoechlin is, uh, is a better represented Superman by a country that mile. Is, um, yeah. I mean, uh, that show has, a little, has its little woke moments, but considering everything we're getting, it's a fucking, it's a miracle. That show's a miracle. And I mm. love it. I'm going to do a review on that. It's a big old fat, positive, loving review. Of mm. it. Um, and, and you know what? I lowered my expectations a little bit because there's so much shit out there, but I like it. I think it's a, I think it's a really good show. Mahler. Mahler. I will watch it. Mahler. Die hard versus lethal weapon. Which one is the best? Oh, why would you do that to me? I, I'm sorry. I got to go with my gut. It's die hard. Yeah. I love them both, but oh, Kidding me? Die hard. Oof. Die hard. You're right. Uh, Gar Gary, would you consider a legit personal comic book 
Would you consider a legit personal comic book collection, number of books, caliber of key issues and eras, including gold, silver, and brave? Yes, Samwise the Brave. Email me at GaryNerdRotic.com. I am buying collections. They have to be bronze, silver, and uh, and 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 golden age. It depends on the golden age. I don't have a fortune, um, but uh, yeah, I'm buying collections. Oh, I got to see if Hibs. Uh, hang on, I, I should gotta... do that up in the UK, shouldn't I, Gary? Then I should then I could converse with you on. Yeah, what I should be offering. Hang on, I got to see if Hibs emailed me back. He probably told me to fuck off, but uh, <laughs> my comic shop is closing. So I know he didn't email me back. I I offered to buy a couple of things, uh, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna probably blow me off. That's fine, whatever. Um, I'm I was really sad about that yesterday. Like more sad yeah. than I thought I would be. Uh, but it's like uh, uh it's like when your parents sell your when they sell the house you grew up in i don't know if that's happened to any of you guys but uh oh yeah i was mortified when i lost my yeah fuck yeah but that said dude that's the you know i said this to you yesterday and i'll I'll say it to i'll say it to the stream because i believe it's so true uh that place is brick and mortar and and where you create your shop that's going to be your shop that's it's you that makes the shop it's it's uh where you personally set up uh, and so when you get yourself established in Tyx IS, uh, and when you feel it's ready uh, for you to, to go back and open that that thing, that's going to be the comic outpost. That's going to be your shop. That's going to be you. That's going to have the memory. That's going to have everything that you brought to that other place. And the other place will be brick and mortar. Sure, there's sentiment, but it's it's you that brings that shop, man. It's you that brings that shop alive, so... And you it know, will live again. It will rise from the ashes. Oh, I can't. I'll tell you guys in private. Uh, <gasps> I just had an idea, though. Oh, it can come out of this. Uh, and I do have to wrap it up soon because I have a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I, I got a, another podcast to do, I think. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's 10 more minutes. You want to go, guys? And then we uh, could... five would be really good. Okay, we'll, go five. We'll, go five. we'll go five. Um, <laughs> Uh, God, I wanted to blast it out publicly, but I, d- I don't. Here, I'll just put it in the private chat. Uh, I, uh, I am gay? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Wait a minute. He just said, I am Taskmaster? I am what? Iron Man? <laughs> what? what is going on here? This is crazy. Uh, the name. Yeah. I, I, I just got it back. Oi! Uh, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah boom, boom, boom. Uh, okay. I want you in my room. Greetings from the big green machine Babylon 4 from Peppermint Oil Capital for two British pounds. Oh, and it's gone. (laughs) Daniel, are these new female directors and writers that have zero experience to their name actually writing these movies, or are they uncredited writers and directors doing a lot of the work for them? That, Daniel, that's a good question. And I think Mm. there is, yes, there is a lot of help. Yeah, I think I think um, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's uh, there's uh, there's more a committee than the they're using a figurehead to to show how progressive they are. But uh, I think it's more of a committee that's actually because this this uh, Black Widow is not written by one person. That film is so fucking disjointed. It is it it literally is like segments that feel like the bits chapters written by different people. It is a mess. It is a fucking mess. It really <clears throat> is. 
you watch it a second time, dude, it, it wow. But even first time, it was jarring. First time, it the was. sort of leaps out of out of what you thought was like act one to act two to act three. No, I had to reshoot my review. My review, I said, you know what? There's a point. I'm like getting through the first third of the movie. I'm like, at this point, I don't think I hate it very much. But then I started, I'm like, oh, you know what? Somebody sent me some passwords and shit. So I was able to see the movie again. I'm like, okay, I can reference it now. So I can go in and reference it. And uh, I'm like, oh, I got to reshoot. I hate this now. No. So I got to take that out and I got to add to it. Um, this is why the Mauler's approach is much better it's just i got to take my time with my reviews because oh <laughs> shit. Don't think, yeah i'm the raw man though i gotta give my people i gotta give my okay, you know not. i gotta my, be careful my I'm getting to uh george r. r martin i gotta i gotta make sure i step on the gas otherwise you know people will be <laughs> yeah but but you put your like your black widow review will come out in 2026 and and in 24 hours it'll have 600 000 views. whatever video he comes out with will come out and have two million views he can do yeah. a review of, <laughs> he did a review on just the first episode of picard it would get two million views oh uh, hell yeah one day. one day i'll check out picard. You'll, all, you'll all tell me to avoid it you'll try to save me What's no your next, <laughs> you need to fall into the abyss isn't your next video supposed to be a uh, star wars Related star, 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 it's one of the stars, yeah. It's about aliens or whatever. Alien, okay. Alien, uh, is it about swords? family? Is it about family? Is it about family? It's about one man and his milk on a distant ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boobies. Uh, as Gary, look up New Wave Toys, they make limited one six scale fully playable arcade cabinet 1942 to 1943 cabs are out soon. Oh, shit. Uh, Cubert is their next one. Oh, yeah. Make, like full size video games like that. Uh, except without the giant. Yeah, what is six scale? Oh, man. Oh, there was some great stuff. Scale. That's uh, that's awesome. That's fucking cool. No, I like I want the big ones. This this thing's a beast, dude. That fucking tube television dies all the time. It costs like seven hundred dollars to fix. Yeah, dude, I put a fucking fortune into that thing, and the pinball machine is—it's working, it's working it's right there. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, sorry, guys, again, like I'm, I'm gonna be keep apologizing D during the move. I'm gonna just—I'm gonna be on time limits. Uh, there'll be a super chat square up out tomorrow night, including this show, last two Friday night tights, and a nooner, I believe, a nooner or no, the Exo Zone, the Exo Zone for my channel uh last week so thank you guys uh we love you we appreciate your your support uh we do not take you for granted uh unfortunately yeah i just gotta i gotta go and i've got to finish this oh we just gotta what the fuck is this dude we just gotta the government just won a 319 to 246 vote in the uk we now have mandatory vaccinations in the uk following a snap vote that nobody knew about with no evidence provided oh, for it fucking try it the lords the lords will shoot that down uh try to uh, stick a needle on my kid yeah that's gonna i don't think that's gonna pass no yeah. the lord the lords will shoot that down uh the thank god for the lord john wayne for 2499 uh i read this one but thank you for the super chat it just popped up all right so we're gonna go uh plug as 
Um, there is no fully articulated tomorrow because Robert's got some work stuff. Uh, and we couldn't push it to Thursday because on Thursday, I'm going to be streaming with quarterback Garrett on his channel. And we're going to be discussing Dered, uh, the great 2012 uh, Carl Urban uh, great, movie. Great movie. Hell yeah. Um, I think I'm about to, to record a podcast with Chrissy Meyer. Uh, Meyer. 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 Uh, in about uh, 10 minutes time. So I've got just enough time for a, a, a wizard to crack one out. Uh, I think it's being recorded and then she edits it, maybe, and then puts it up. I think it's back up. Uh, but I think she should do them live. Talk mm. to her about that. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Today, her and I. Uh, Friday, Friday night tights. Monday, we'll be doing fully articulated on Robert's channel. So there's going to be a double week. There's going to be fully articulated on Monday, and then there's going to be what toys on Wednesday. Uh, I think that's it. Awesome. Thanks, man. I, I know it's our show, but thanks for coming on. Always <laughs> pleasure. By the way, I don't know if you heard yesterday, but F's in the chat for as everyone f's in the chat as is a solid good guy i said this yesterday i'll say it again today there isn't a manipulative bone in this body the man doesn't lie he's not capable of it what you see is what you get heart on your sleeve good fucking dude one of my closest friends we love as see that look at wow that. dude mahler another oh. good guy Another I'm good sorry, guy. I was floored by how nice that was. I that know. Was I'm sort of like, ah, ah, ah. You just made it so he can't possibly be an MCU hero now. <laughs> I can be a villain, though. You can be a villain. <laughs> You've laid the groundwork for me to be a, a classic MCU villain here on in. <laughs> You're on time. You show up on time. Uh, <laughs> you have, uh, you know, you have principles, obviously, villain. Yeah. Uh, and thanks for being here, Mahler. What a mensch. You come on two shows in a row. We have great conversation. I think we talked about Black Widow the whole time, and I could have talked about it for another three hours. Well, that's the plan for Saturday. I'm getting a bunch of people together. We're going to talk about the entire thing. We're going to last 10 billion hours. You know how it goes. And then a week after, dragging you two onto EFAP to talk about Loki. Yeah. Start to finish. Going to talk about everything that's fucking wrong with it. Should take a while. Oh, dude, I am going to get a pad, pencil, pillow, <laughs> uh, blanket, um, adrenaline injections. Of course. A lot of that. Government oh, yeah, and, and Sunday. Sun, a subnautica Sunday as well, folks. By Sorry. Okay. Uh, Which Mauler can just come in anytime <laughs> he wants. I, I oh. sometimes visit. My my firmware update. I can now like do fucking Discord on my soundboard, which is nice. Ooh. I'm excited about that. No, yeah, that's that's in a, a week from this Saturday. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be on EFAP. We're going to be talking about Loki. My review will be done by then, and we can just tear the whole thing apart. I'm sure everything. I'm sure the last episode will make everything great. I'll be absolutely yeah, awesome. dude. It's now in an hour and ten minutes for me. Oh shit! I got to get my yeah because I'm going to take a day off from making a video. And then I'm going to get to work on Loki. I'm, I'm taking um, four hours off. As Fringy said on his last stream, even if the last episode is Loki wakes up, 
he just wakes up and he goes, whoa, what was all that? That was weird. And then grabs the cube and teleports out so that it all didn't happen. It's still a shit show, everyone. That was yeah. still a waste of time. <laughs> still terrible. I, oh, it would be a complete waste of time if that's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> What do we know in five? What do we what do we accomplish last week other than like Richard E. Grant being cool as Loki, but like then he sacrificed himself for fucking nothing. We saw a castle in the um, fucking clouds. Hogwarts is at the end of the universe. Yeah. Oh, I, I have people going. Do you think that's Doctor Doom's castle? I'm like, no, it's not Doctor Doom. Good they, God, could you imagine who's Doctor Doom in there? That would make no sense at all. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, people are like. What? What is Doctor Doom? What doing are you this? doing here? Introduce Doctor Doom after all this time in a fucking Loki show. Where's the Fantastic Four? I don't know. Somewhere. In a uh, yeah. All right. So. Doing oh, by the way, Grayson makes my video. My video will be out in one hour. So please watch out for it. It'll be out in one hour. I have to make two little fixes it should be ready and uh so look for that and um nerdrotic nooner tomorrow at 11 a.m uh thursday nothing friday night tights it's a gundam uh saturday be sure to tune in on Mahler's channel for efap uh and how long did you go last saturday it felt like you went like a long and time just over 10 hours gary they said that loki is the solution for doctor who who said that? <laughs> That's the we, we covered someone who said, yeah, they said Loki is incredible and it's what Doctor Who needs to do. Who said that? I saw their title, but I, I need a name. <laughs> it was a, a full fat video of the channel we were covering. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to talk Mola, Gary, and I, want, I need you just to put on this. Okay. I'm going to go back to Mola. You have my problem. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to talk Mola into um, taking a video from. All of us and doing a doing a roast with his I own. I don't want to do that. Gee whiz! But to roast myself too. I was gonna say someone said ten hours. Wow! I was like, we fucking the what we did with Falcon the Winter Soldier. I think it was like just over ten as well. Same for yeah. I don't know how long we took on one division. But <laughs> the you guys first thought that was almost oh, ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because like I remember seeing you start in the morning, and I'm like, I'm gonna try to tune in. I got really fucking busy, and then I was calling Mrs. Nerdrotic like at our end of the evening call because she <laughs> going. I'm like, fucking Mahler is still live. I'm like, yep. damn. And uh, it, it, I thought about it. I'm like, oh fuck. If they're talking about Loki, it, that could be a long one because there is so much wrong with it. But they, the guy literally argued that, that like Loki is the Doctor. That's his personality now. They turn him into the Doctor. Oh, he's a companion. He's the <laughs> companion. Yeah, if, if there's a Doctor, it's Sylvie. He doesn't. He, yeah, Silver's the fucking Doctor. She's the one with all the info. She knows what's going on. Yeah, he's just being dragged around like a fucking pet. And uh, and, and Boss Lady's the Master. What was interesting is he said the one thing he didn't like about Doctor Who right now is the timeless child retcon. He doesn't like it when you fuck with a character that way. But he loves that they've changed Loki from this murderous asshole into like this new character. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Oh. Into a complete fucking puss. Loki, it, was a, it was a weird video. Loki is a <laughs> terrible hero. He would make a terrible hero. God, I, they do this in comics too. They made Venom a good guy. I fucking hate really? Venom as a good guy. He makes a terrible good guy. His name is Venom. <clears throat> yeah, but I, oh, we got to go. So, <laughs> <laughs> talk to these guys for hours later.
Everything will be made up on the Super Chat Square. Thank you to the Mod Rodics. Love you guys. See you soon. Enjoy some credits. I'm going to keep talking till they start. Bye-bye. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences.